where the harder goes to die. <laughs> Is the hardest of What a lovely night for an evening. <laughs> <laughs> that is today. I am I am super, super excited. This is gonna be You've been waiting for this for a I've while. been waiting for this because you I've been watching so this movie excited. every two or three days. <laughs> I plan this every day. <laughs> so here we are. We are in the start of December, and we are going to be doing Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Part which de. Part de, which is the same as part dune. <laughs> so <laughs> so there's, yeah. there's that. If you so, missed the first movie, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll catch up in a minute. One. Yeah, you'll have no problem keeping up because they show ninety percent of that movie in this one. So there we are, everybody. We're all caught up. <laughs> and um, a bold move. They gave you the same goddamn movie they did before. <laughs> you saucy sons of bitches. Um. So let's start this off. We'll start off with it with a quick synopsis of the of the show in what is now a worn out, tired trope, crazy Santa Claus. <laughs> Kills a bunch of people around Christmas using Santa Claus gimmicks. You know, um, is, is there anything more fun at Christmas though than a crazy Santa Claus? Well, the, again, um, this this is up. It's right up there with clowns because this has become the most overused trope ever. Yes. Um, the killer Santa. Yeah, killer Santa, right? And 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 literally. Punishing naughty boys and girls, and then people who are not naughty and had have done nothing. Um, <laughs> people taking out their garbage. But there, there is just so <laughs> which much. Accord, which, according to these movies, is like point one percent of the people who are alive are not <laughs> naughty. There is so much to be covered in these movies. So we're gonna st- we're gonna talk about part one because that's all in the flashback. Um, <laughs> it's mostly part one. Now that I'm okay. thinking about it, like so, let's hold off. Let's you know what? Let's hang out a second, and we'll hold off on on discussing the movie, and we'll discuss the backstory of this. Um, so we have our director Lee Harry and our screenplay writing guys, uh, Lee Harry and Joseph Earl. So they were hired for part two uh, because part one was so controversial and so quote unquote successful. Yeah, there was a buzz uh, about it. If yeah, if you got now anybody who grew up back in the eighties will remember Silent Night, Deadly Night being a huge like buzz of we have to ban this movie. This movie's been pulled from theaters. The movie's been banned off TV commercials, and that you couldn't see TV commercials for it anymore. So if you saw it once, that was probably it. Yeah, um, you were lucky. Yeah, you were lucky to see it, and and at that point, if you were like. You know, if you're a weird little horror fan, you're like, oh, shit, I got to see this movie. They banned this movie? It must be fucking crazy. But the thing is, at the time, you know, I know I was at this point, I was too young to get into the movie myself. Like, to just go see it. Like, they, we yeah. could have never got in. Um, <laughs> like, your dad wouldn't have just taken you anyway. Well, right. But uh, then mistake. it would have been a... 
I mean, it would have been a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so the, the basic story is Santa Claus, uh, there's a guy, a robber, or some sort of criminal dressed up like Santa. Uh, this Billy and Ricky are coming, or they're going home from Grandma's house, obviously, with Mom and Dad. Such wholesome yeah. American It's name. all American mm-hmm. family coming home on Christmas Eve to go spend Christmas. And Billy, you know, Billy was told about Santa and, oh, you better go to sleep tonight so you can meet Santa and yada, yada, yada. So well, what if we don't get home in time? It's like, no. We'll yeah. right. it, was, it was this really adorable interchange between son and mom and dad and, you know, driving little baby the, uh, Ricky in the front. Little, little Ricky little in the front. Ricky. Right. Not no car seat, but in the front no on mom's seat. lap. Yeah, it's pretty safe, <laughs> safely enough. This is mom's lap. Driving in the family truckster. That Isn't that how we sold. did it, though, in the 80s? Like, that's how we rolled. I was surprised they didn't have the kids strapped to the toe of the car. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it well, more well, dangerous. Remember in those old station wagons, you had the suicide seats, which were just two fold up seats in the back with no seat belts or anything. Yep. You did. Yeah. And you, if you if you hit something or something hit you, you're dead. These kids are dead. Whoever kid got the suicide <laughs> seat fault. in the back, you're gone. You should have hung on for dear life. Yeah, you stupid asshole. As kids, as kids, you always fought to sit in that seat. Because <laughs> like, oh, it was fun. Cool, I want to sit I want in the, the cool death seat. seat. Yeah. Give me the death seat, please. <laughs> give me the. Give me so, the death, death on their way home, they see a Santa Claus broken down, and he waves them down, and he he goes to rob them or carjack them. Dad, in a really bold move, jams into reverse as he's pulling away. Dead-eyed Dick, the fucking Santa Claus, shoots Dad in the head. Two and I mean, like, shots. I gotta say, his Santa. reflexes were damn good. Really? He yeah. that gun. He put that shit in reverse, just peeled Dad it out. And his wife, wife helped, and she was like, drive! Oh, thank you, honey. I, I didn't know. Thank God really? you're here to tell me. Now you've given away my whole plan, you bitch. That's for the advice. Yeah. Santa so wastes like no time, though. Santa oh, yeah. Santa drew time. down like an LAPD cop. Like, that was it. He was, <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, he saw this family, and he was like, drew down, handled it well, had his fucking <laughs> wide stance, and he was like, pop, pop. And he capped Dad right off the bat. He wasn't even fucking around. So Billy is like, oh, shit. Now, this is where I had heat number one, and this is my nitpicky part. So they, they the car jerks into... Like a, a sort of a ditch, not really. Yeah. And the car and just the comes baby, to a full the stop. The baby's in a car seat now, right? Right. Now the baby's in a car seat. But, but dad I don't know is, how the baby got in the car seat. But now dad the baby's in his in, in his complete death stare, bullet in the head, has jammed the car up in the park somehow. <laughs> so the car will not roll. So dad falls out of the car and reveals the bullet hole in his head. Mom is just like kind of barely awake. And scumbag Santa runs around to the other side and pulls her out. Throws her down, rips open her blouse, and exposes yeah. her gigantic boobs. I just right want to put this pavement. over. Mom is way hotter than Dad could have ever landed. <laughs> and I that just want to say that. Miracle. Yeah, because Mom had like complete tan. Mom was Mom was set up, I think. Yeah, and, Mom uh, was pretty. So she slaps evil Santa, and it it escalates because then he slaps her back, and you're like, "Ooh, here it goes. This is where he gets nasty." Then he pulls out a knife and just cuts her throat. And you're like, wait, what? The mood right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that escalated so quickly. But okay, now that's... Billy has run across the highway to the other side of the street. Yeah. That the guy with the gun could have easily picked him off with that kind of aim. Because then he and starts the baby... looking for him. Right. And then the, the baby is screaming, bawling. 
screaming yeah. like no. ear piercing scream. And I just want to I just want to point out that at this point I would have fucking just buried that baby in the woods. Um, <laughs> you would have punted that baby. I would have punted that baby. Okay, so this is where our movie starts. Of you know, Billy is fucked up in the head, and Billy cannot take Santa because look what Santa did to his family. Yeah, he's got okay? Santa PTSD. Right. So Billy and Ricky end up in an orphanage where their trauma is continued to be carried out by Mother Superior. Because she's the... fucking evil. The woman right. It's is... a it's a it's a <laughs> Christian oh orphanage. Yeah, it's a it's like you know the whole orphanage thing. But it's run by the church, so not only are the kids getting molested by the guys, but now Mother Superior is beating them. <laughs> now now mean, she's beating psychological torture as well. Yeah, yes. she's tying the kid down. She's beating him, and oh she makes God. him sit on Santa's lap. And then when when Billy punches Santa, and, and Santa takes a Mister Perfect bump, <laughs> like like it's it's amazing. I remember like we were Kurt, watching it pops so big with that head, the, the giant Kurt <laughs> Henning bump. Um, so just think about it for a second. Like he was like eight years old or something at the time. Yeah, right? he, like and he leveled yeah. this. He leveled this adult. So okay, so now you have the gist of our movie. Okay, so that's part one. Now, yeah. So the two writers and directors, who uh, Lee Harry and Joseph Earl, these guys were editors. They're film editors. Mm-hmm. So basically, what had happened was the producers came and went, "Hey, look." We, we kind of made bank on this first movie. And if we follow up, we can probably make more. People were talking about this movie. and had a, There was had a buzz a, about it. Word so the they're street. like, yeah, they're like, hey, <laughs> take this, take this footage <laughs> and make another movie out of it. Because no one really got to see it. So they're kind of like. Which was a weird story in and of itself because they pulled the movie, but they had already they, had a Killer Santa movie like a few years. Right. It was like Christmas Evil, yeah. which nobody put over a lick. Um, <laughs> nobody paid attention to it. How but now, mad do they now, know? Well, then the story goes uh, that the the commercial for Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 came on during like uh, family hour on a comedy tr- on a It network. was like it Little House like, on the Prairie or something that it Yeah, aired. and like Three's Company or something it said. <laughs> but like it was all family programming and all of a sudden they played Silent Night Deadly Night. And these kids are in tears because evil killer Santa, and they they lost their shit. Merry Christmas, and mom. Yeah, mom <laughs> and dad. They happen to be some sort of church league or something, and yeah, they the lost their they fucking. They, they lost their fucking minds. So dun, dun, they dun. they started editing, and they they finished their editing, and they went, uh, "We can't make a whole other movie out of this, guys." <laughs> this is the same movie we just did, and they said, "Okay." Give us another hundred thousand dollars, and we'll go make it the rest of the movie. And they were like, "All right, go." So they gave these fucking two editors now who are writers another hundred grand to finish this movie. Man, which, what kind of full vacation they take with a hundred thousand dollars? Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a pretty decent one because it wasn't spent on this movie. No, they had, they had they, to go somewhere. It wasn't. They this went film. in and they reshot. Well, they reshot. They they shot new footage. Of Ricky with the psychiatrist. Yeah. The first half of this movie of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 was all the reshoot, all the add-ins was the shootings that they did. Um, we'll call it supplemental footage, which was the the bulk of this movie. <laughs> um so now we are we are back to this 
fact that in part one, the movie was so reviled and hated by everybody on the planet that fucking Slackjaw, Ebert, and Siskel, whichever one of them had no jaw, they were so they hated this and they thought they they called it every disgusting name in the book. Oh, of course. Um, and they were, yeah, because it's all this. Oh, it's filthy. As, as with any horror movie, I think they ever watched. Right, they shit on everything. As any any kind of horror movie, they shit on. Um, so now we go. Uh, let, let's cut quick to Mickey Rooney, that little fidget, where he came out and said, "Whoever kind of sleaze bag, son of a bit, like went off on completely on lambasted one. that first film, just blasted them." Ironically, let's fast forward a few decades later, where Mickey Rooney plays the lead character in Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Five, The Toy Maker. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Mickey Rooney Yay. and morals. Good for you. Money talks, you bullshit walks. Chump. You got yeah, it. Good for you. So, back to part two, unfortunately. But uh, now, here, here's the thing. I don't have any contempt for this movie. I love no. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two. <laughs> I love a guilty it more pleasure. than Part One. I do. I really do. Um, so everybody hated part one and they discussed, Oh, you make me sick. People didn't want to be associated with it. So like people who were in it were like, Nope, never did it. Don't know what you're talking about. That's a strange amount of heat for a movie like that. Though, it really it's not, is. It's not as controversial as it, it, it lets itself to be like, but, but well, back no, in the day that I mean, was I guess maybe back in the day. It I know it was a big to do back then. Santa. Right. Now it's now it's nothing. It, that is, pfft, you've you've hand but waved this weird, away though, a dozen they, times. They had movies with killer Santas in it before that, but this was getting national commercial. <laughs> but time. for some reason, this one got the. Well, it's who saw it. It's the people who saw it. The kid cried. Mom called in. That was yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, cancel culture was happening back then, just on a different level. One focus group. Yep. Mom, Came in, just killed the one whole church thing. group happened to be there, and that was it. That the the secretary of some fucking some some focus group called in, and that was it. She called Clutching all of her friends. Yep, and just how could you do this? My son's in tears. How Have dare. you seen him? Little Tommy can't take a shit without crying about Santa. <laughs> Santa's gonna get him. So now they made they've made this movie, um, to which everyone is now like obviously everybody wants the kitschy thing everybody you know everything's a thing so they immediately the world went looking for eric freeman who disappeared shortly <laughs> after this movie was completed they tried to find him too they I, I tried know they, to find this guy and he they made had a, it they had a release up. back then they were trying to find him for commentary and they couldn't if you guys have ever seen the uh nightmare on elm street documentary where uh, Jesse, the the male fatale, the one that they kept, you know, the whole, they kept doing that whole uh, Freddy's gay thing. Do you remember? Have you guys seen that? No. no. I wow. Okay. Yeah. There is a, uh, there is a documentary on, I believe it's on Prime. Never, maybe it's Never Sleep Again. I, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on the name. But it's uh, from part two or three. Yeah. Where, where. Uh, Jesse, um, there's a lot of like he, Freddie goes after Jesse, um, who basically they hired this kid who was, you know, a closeted gay in Hollywood. And there was a lot of 
people are saying this was written as a like a gay sub subgenre. Really? Of yes. Huh. Like there's a scene where Freddie, and and this is uh, Robert England kind of did this you know, on his own where he puts the claw in the kid's mouth, and people yeah. are like, oh, don't let him do it, don't let him do it, you know, like, and the 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 gay lead at the time again was not outed. But like shortly, right. he, you know, he said his whole life was ruined by the movie. Uh, huh. He lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's a very interesting documentary. You need to check it out. Was that like, <coughs> was, was he? Sorry. He was in multiple ones. Like he was in. No, he was in one. Just the one. He okay. was in just the one. Let me let me uh, look. See what we got here. Um, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I didn't either. No, there's there's a whole thing about this. Huh. Yeah, um, about how Nightmare on Elm Street was very. There was a lot of gay undertones in it. Uh, part two, I think it was. Now, is it is it a case of them kind of like looking too deeply into something, or? Um, it it could go either way. To be fair, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even making the joke. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, it's called Scream Queens. Uh, okay, oh. I've, I've heard of that, but I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I've never yeah. seen it. Uh, let's see. My, yeah, I think it's like My Nightmare is a Squeak. Uh, my Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's like, it's called Scream Queens, My Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's about the lead who they said that, you know, basically they wrote it out. Everything was written. Yeah. For this guy to be the femme fatale. Where normally this is a this is a girl's part, yeah. But like the way he screamed, the way he did things, uh, like his feminine look, Uh, and there is some subtext in the movie. I I hate that we're going on Nightmare on Elm Street, but there's uh, (laughs) what happened? (laughs) Yeah, the coach, the coach in the in the in the story of of Nightmare on Elm Street, he has this gay dream. Like he meets up with the coach at a gay bar. Yeah. So like there's a Weird. whole thing there's a whole subtext going on where it's like Freddy is his uh like gay conscience and is like torturing him. Wow. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah, man. There's a whole thing going on with this. It examines so, but, the legacy of Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, the second installment. Right. And but the now, life of the film's lead actor, Mark Patton, in particular, Pat- Freddy's Revenge was garnered a reputation for its homoerotic themes and subject material. Now, here's the thing. Mark Patton, and the reason I brought this fucking thing up in the first place <laughs> was because Mark Patton up and disappeared after this. Yeah. He had done a bunch of stuff. He had done, like, commercials. He had done, like, some TV. After Nightmare, he fucking disappeared. And I can't, I'm again, I'm misquoting, but he went to, like, Buenos Aires or some, some South American hole yeah. and disappeared. I'm looking up, like, I I just checked his name. He, so he was in that movie in 1985. He did not act again until until they got him to do this. Yeah. Well, they, (laughs) wow. People were finding him and they were begging him. They're like, you got to come back, come do the horror circuit, come do conventions. And he's like, no, I don't want to. He was in a, he was Um, in a documentary, Never Sleep Again, the Elm Street legacy. Well, that was the first time they reached out and got hold of him. Yeah. And they had said, you know, hey, look, Tell us about your experiences. And he started to, and people were like, wait a minute. Your story sounds fucking amazing. Why don't you come do another movie? Do something, a documentary. Yeah. And then they they showed him that he has a fan following. So 
he started reading more and more where he's like, okay, at first he, he read the internet and that was a mistake. Cause they were like, Fag. you know, like they, just, they buried him and he was, he was destroyed. Yeah. He was like, I can't take it. So like, but now, is he gay? He's totally gay. Super yeah. gay. Okay. And he's been gay his whole life. That's the whole point of it. The, and they go into this. They explain. And again, I, I hate that we're reviewing this movie, but. Um, <laughs> we're just on reason, a tangent. Well, the I reason I brought on. it up, the reason I brought this up is because Eric Freeman also disappeared because yeah. he felt his life was ruined by the movie. And I looked him up because I was like, okay, what else was he in? Like, did he do anything else afterwards? And he ended up being in, if you're in living color. He had a he showed up in a skit, and that was but pretty now, much it. But now he's also wow. starting to come out to these. To he's not gay or anything. Or he might yeah. be. I don't know. Well, but now he's latched on to. That's he's embracing it. Yeah, he, because he's like, now I'm gonna latch on to being a cult movie guy. Right now, Goofy is cool again, and being over the top. I fucking love him. Eric Freeman is one of my favorite B-movie actors. <laughs> he should um, have been in a lot more. He should have been in so he much. Should I, have. I would recast him in a dozen movies right now. <laughs> if only. He had the looks. And I would he direct had... him just like they directed him on this. I'd be like, eh, whatever. Just be over just, the top. Just to, just to upset him. Just to watch him freak out again. <laughs> hey, Eric, uh, this is what I want you to do. Whatever the fuck you want. How about that? Ask your eyebrows. Yeah, could you emote a little more, Eric? Just a little more. I mean, his eyebrows were fabulous, though. Let's be honest. Well, his... he had 130 different eyebrow raises during the course of his film. <laughs> I loved his eyebrows. Oh, who doesn't love his eyebrows? I know. I think I'm going to make a Twitter fabulous. account for Eric Freeman's eyebrows. <laughs> we should. They they really need. You know, make an Instagram cast. No, no matter what happens, Eric Eric Freeman's eyebrows lift. They're um, amazing eyebrows. So, so this movie now, obviously, so you see where we're coming from with this movie. This movie is beyond garbage. It's basically the first movie as told by the younger brother. Who really wasn't there and can't remember. Wasn't there for yeah, any of like, it and couldn't have remembered all this. It was a um, screaming baby. So challenge to thing. our listeners, to all the Warhawks out there. This is your call. This is I'm calling <laughs> you guys out. Um, so I want you to remember when you were five. And I want you to describe in great detail on our phone, on our answering machine. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to give me the story of what your siblings were doing while you were five. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I want to hear. Because I want to see if you guys can give us a, new, a script of a new movie. Yeah, did your brother have enough detail in his in his daily life that he can? Or maybe your sister, or you know what, maybe a cousin. If you don't have any other brothers, maybe how about a neighbor? Anybody that spun yarns in your family. When you were you five, a... I want to know somewhat <laughs> what you recall and in in what detail level <laughs> you have of your your siblings or others around you. Because this movie was based on that, on a five-year-old's detailed memory yeah. of, of his brother, his, of what his dead brother told him, of a second-hand story that he had heard. Yeah, this is like this is like the story where you start off the story, then you whisper it in somebody's ear, then they whisper it in somebody's ear, then they well, whisper it in somebody's I ear. Can't re- I can't remember two days ago or yesterday, and this fucking guy recalled. 
<laughs> An well, entire no, novel's be, worth of fucking memory he didn't even have. To, yeah, to be fair, like, I remember a lot of weird stuff when I was a kid. Like, I remember random, random shit. Yeah. Um, but, like, when we were talking earlier, uh, you had sent me the thing, Chuck. Billy told me everything. How could you possibly <laughs> yeah. know that? I was there. Wait, didn't you just say what? Billy told you everything? <laughs> Billy, Billy told you everything? He's like, how'd you know? Uh, I was there. You're a baby. Yeah, you were a baby yeah, shit he was in your like diaper. A screaming child. Like, he was a tiny baby. Yes. But that's all I could think about was, boy, this must have been a really boring part of Billy's story to Ricky because he's just talking about, oh, I put my hat on, I put on my boots, and then I walked out of my room. <laughs> I walked out and I saw two people boning. Boning. Yeah. I had I had my sister's white slickers on, her slicker galoshes, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I smelt sex down the hallway, so I decided to go take a, take a gander. Naughty. So, that kid yeah, did well, have six cents for sex, though. <laughs> and that. that's what. Well, that's what. That's what we really. There's some. There's some historic things going on in this. So, the first time Billy, and and here's the thing. So after Billy goes through these traumatic events where he is beaten almost every Christmas and probably daily, yeah, uh, by Mother Superior. Billy that has all the so in the world mean. to turn into a psycho killer. Right, yeah, they they pretty much they asked for it. That was one of those they did. you reap what you sow sort of thing. He had no other outlet. That and, was it. And here, that was the thing. Like, okay, every time Billy draws something, it's Santa or a, or a reindeer with its head cut off. Let's stop giving Billy fucking crayons and paper. How about that? Why don't we well, stop I mean, bringing up the Christmas thing to Billy? Yeah, and let's like get Billy some psychological help. Like, well, I mean, you don't need oh. psychological help. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, the church. <laughs> Yeah, well, and what do you, do? you face your problems. You face your problems. So what do you do? You put him on Santa's lap. Obviously, yeah. the kid pisses himself every time you see Santa. Get him right up there, <laughs> I'm, kid. I'm surprised you can dress every kid at Santa and have him beat him with like fucking sticks. And then time to his bunk bed. That'll that's, that's gonna like, solve everything. Imagine putting a kid in a closet with Randy Quaid, Ugh. a drunk Randy Quaid, <laughs> <Terrifying>. <laughs> for like ten minutes. This giant stinky ogre just breathing <laughs> on him. And, Hey, have you ever seen Caddyshack 2? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Shitter was full. Shitter's full. I can't. That's improv, kid. You don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Like, there's yeah. no wonder. Like, I mean, I'm watching this with you guys, and it's just like, there's no wonder that he lost his shit. I can't blame him. <laughs> so, killed everybody. Well, now, here's the thing. So, we go well, into we the church. Died. He goes in, he, he looks through the keyhole. And he sees two people who I don't know who they are are having sex. <laughs> and I don't know why these two are having sex in a church in an orphanage. In the, in the orphanage. And why? then Mother Superior apparently smells it. And she kicks the door in and just whips the shit out of both of them. He's just beating the shit out of them. So then, like, Billy runs outside. He's like, ah, I'm scared. And she comes out like a fucking bat out of hell. And she's like, Billy, get over here. I love how she tosses him to the fucking wall. <laughs> Yeah, like what the what the fuck did he do? She's like, what you saw was naughty, and he's like, okay, naughty. I didn't see anything. She's I like, didn't fucking do it. Beats the shit out of him. What are you blaming me for? So <laughs> then she, she whips him. She whips Billy, and now we flash back to Eric Freeman, who seems like he's taking the whipping, <clears throat> like yeah. he was there, and like, dude, like, you were outside yeah. with a fucking other little turd playing making Every snowmen, impact. you asshole. Oh, I love the one line, like. Your brother's crazy. Your brother's crazy. Your brother's a psycho. That's why. 
What's wrong with Billy? Your brother's psycho. That's what. Bass mouth. Getting beat. Oh, bass mouth mullet Billy. Bass mouth mullet Billy. Um. So now again, no chains. We have this movie where it's mostly flashbacks. Which okay, you know what? Hey guys creative i like it but you know something if you're gonna have a flashback thing like that it has to be the guy who's there yes it does and he's recanting the tale to you oh what happened well just just also as the heads up just so you guys understand um in the credits if they seem a little long it's because they credited everybody from the first Every movie. Single person. <laughs> they recredited them. Yeah. They recredited them. In well, the, they paid the first out that movie. credit. Like they, they, they really wanted did. to make their fucking hour and 30 minutes so they bad. like, look, man, we paid per, per fucking letter. We're going to put out everybody's <laughs> fucking name. And they do. They put in every. I was waiting for like other movies name. to come up. Cast of like <laughs> Casablanca or something. Was like. a, have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? <laughs> Red Butler. <laughs> He's great, but yeah, they they really go <laughs> into. Think about like credits today, where they like the special effects people take up like five minutes of your credits. Well, it's it's like uh, it's always SFX Romania crew. Yeah, <laughs> SFX Sweet digital. Crew. Yeah, and like you're you're waiting for your name to pop up in the credits for some reason. Like there has I have to be in here. They're crediting everybody else in the world. Well, that's, well like on X Men when uh, I think it was Age of Apocalypse. Uh, uh, with I was waiting for Seth uh, Seth Skyfire from OBW and WWE, um, Stephen Atkins. He he worked used to work for Savini and he got on to do Avengers. Yeah. So you had to wait. I waited and waited and waited. And there's his fucking name. Saw it, man. Cool. Woo! <laughs> you fucking all cheered. Is that right? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, thank God I can leave now. Yeah. Like that's, I was minutes. like, cool. Well, we have well we have to wait for the next fucking you know follow up trailer. So a little teaser. little tease. Yeah. So, you know, but just seeing the guy's name and you're like, that's awesome. And so that's like to show you with this movie, like they they went back to the first movie so much. They had to credit those people because they took up the majority. They of the took movie. Up the majority yeah, of the that movie. was the movie. So when you, you watch this and it's like the first time Billy's doing OK, he's a grown man. He got a job at a toy store. Yeah, and you're like, he's doing oh, all right. God. Yeah, you're doing okay, guy. Hey, man, you know what? You snap back pretty good, Billy. Good for you, guy. His coworkers seem to like him. He's doing. We a got good job. yeah. Wyatt's yeah. dad. Wyatt's dad is running a uh, toy store. <laughs> um, so it's pretty. You know, you're like, all right, everything, everybody's shiny and happy in this. And what do they do? They fucking throw Billy in a Santa suit. Yeah, yeah. why would they do that? <laughs> like the you'd figure the old man from the store who was taller and paunchier than the good looking fit Billy. You'd figure he'd be better in that Santa Claus outfit, but no. No. Old man Ira had to get fucking boozed up and so he had to get Billy in the Santa suit. <laughs> but he's so good with the kids. Right. And what he says to that little girl, he's like, you know what happens when I do to naughty children. And she, the little girl is like, oh, my God. And she leaves get, his lap and she's crying in her mother's arms. And like, he's so good with the kids. And he hands, her, he hands her the candy cane. Yeah. And she takes it and she... But you know what? That's Makes she was a child bad. of the '80s because she kept her mouth shut. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good for you, kid. You're not a there rat. Go. Good we for did. you. And uh, but yeah, he says it to her, and like, with our sensibilities now, the way they are, he's like, "Stop! You know you're being naughty. You know what I do to naughty children." And you're like, "Oh shit, dude! Stop it!" <laughs> you're like, "Dude, dude!" 
<laughs> Dial it back not, a bit. Dude, not okay, guy. Come on, what are you doing? And then uh, we're at the Christmas party, and Frankie and Annette go in the back room to fool around. And for some reason, Billy follows him in. Yeah. Billy, you fucking perv. And <laughs> they're making out. And it always, I don't understand it. Maybe if, if we have female listeners, give me, yeah, maybe give me, right. give, me, give me, give me some insight. Okay. When you invite a guy to go to the back and you make faces when you're like, Hey, maybe we should go to the back and <laughs> right. So you make these faces. What are you expecting is going to happen in the back? Well, you don't, maybe you don't want to fuck him. Maybe you just well, want to ha- make out a little bit. Maybe okay. Come on, lay away. Yeah, just yeah, give him a little no, bit now, and then saying, give him the rest on Christmas. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can open yeah, one he, present tonight. Here you go. Exactly, Here's half a blowjob. I'll give you exactly. the other half on New Year's. It's that's exactly what it is. You can have one present tonight. Well, but Christmas you might get a yeah, so, job. You so Frankie, get a well, that's the thing. But look, even that Frankie and Annette are in the back of the toy store, and he's just kissing her, and she's like, "No, knock it off." And, and by the way, they're at, they're at an office party, more right. or less. Yeah, right. And they go in the back thing. stock room of the toy store. And don't even so, lock the door. Don't. Well, there is no locked door. It's a swinging door because it's a warehouse. <laughs> How brazen. And, yeah. And Here they, we they, are again. Having orgies start, in warehouses. Here we go. They're starting again. to hump on a, tool, on a tool bench in front of, like, hanging ropes and chains yeah. and That's hooks. What I and you're like, that. what the? F- this is a toy See? store. It's a toy store in the back. They actually had a noose back there. Yeah. Also, I'd like to point out toy store. Um, it's Christmas time. Yeah, yeah they, they had sold Easter rabbits. Halloween. They sold Halloween costumes, Easter rabbits. <laughs> Fucking makeup kits. Yeah, they had monster makeup kits. However, all of you 80s nostalgia guys are going to pop huge for all the old toys. They had Castle Grayskull yes. in the background. They had Smurf games. They had all kinds of stuff. G.I. Joe. All kinds of shit happening in the background. Um, and they had trails. Yeah, that's what I I saw the habit trail. I'm like, did they sell those at toy stores? Isn't that <laughs> I a guess pet so. thing? And then the one aisle just had open toys on the shelves. Where you're like, what oh, is yeah. this? Some sort of fucking flea market? That's um, what it felt like. That felt like the Rudy, it felt like you walked into the Route 18 flea market in Jersey. Like it, yeah, like it was a secondhand toy store. <laughs> like, oh my god, they have everything, every nostalgia toy you could think of. But now, so that was the thing. Like this day and age, you couldn't show any of that shit because Hasbro would be like, We sue. Oh yeah. 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 We sue the fuck out of you for this. <laughs> and there's so Meanwhile, many toys. Yeah. Meanwhile, that movie would have cost then, like $3 million today because all the fucking payoffs you'd well, have to make. Right. And then well, Radio Shack's on top of that list. Oh, yeah. Oh, After my those, God. The tape reels. <laughs> the tape reels on every single one. Because Radio, oh, oh, you know Radio Shack. Yeah. Okay, so we skipped over, I think, one of the most important parts. Uh-oh. I apologize. I'm so sorry. We, I was so feverish to get into we're this so fucking movie jump into it. we were so excited about this movie we, just had we start the movie off with ricky a uh, grown ricky played by eric freeman in the God, psych- how did we miss this? in the psychiatric unit of some hospital yeah um and the guy who plays stewart from living color <laughs> i mean uh mad tv look what i could do he plays the doctor and <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's brother Ernie <laughs> plays the orderly. Now, this orderly is going to become your new favorite obscure character that no one else knows. I think the 
the orderly so is hatred. my favorite. Yeah, you you it's are going to movie. you're going to immediately say I have a new favorite character, and this guy will become millions of people's Twitter handle profile pick. Yeah. Um, if you find this guy out there in the Twitterverse or whatever, give him some love. Give him oh love. Oh my god, I love him. This orderly was the fucking standout character in in the movie. Because before and we even name, get to anything, he's it, just there. Is Ricky just there. in the yeah. in the room, right? And the orderly comes in, and he's fucking just staring to set up the tape, at him. to set up the tape recorder. Yeah, I loved it. I so, love the orderly. Like, and I'm he's got some fucking heat with Ricky, big time. Yeah. So look up, look up J. Aubrey Island. That is his oh, name. It is spelt like it sounds. J. Aubrey Island. <laughs> I S L A N D. So. He is our orderly, and he gives Ricky the fucking look like Ricky fucked his sister and owes him a hundred yeah. bucks. Yes. And every time Ricky and Ricky just gave him a little smirk back, and he would look at him like, "We're gonna fight." Yeah, you and thought they were gonna throw down at any moment. You really did. You thought there was gonna be some shit. And I, I swear, and I, 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 I apologize that yeah, I, look, I, I overlooked him. That we it. skipped, we skipped right by him. I would not go. I was so excited to talk about him. Jay Island is. We need. We we I all need him. more Jay Island in our life. You know, and, wish, and seriously, unfortunately, on the show that would oh, make my world. If we I, I think I think he's him. dead. It's the only movie that I found that he was ever in. <laughs> this one. I'm gonna say Jay Island. Jay Island is dead. <laughs> why you gotta Why you gotta ruin my hopes? Like he that, was killed in a pool dream. hole fight. After somebody came in, they're like, hey, aren't you that fucking orderly? And he shanked him right in the neck. He broke the pool stick and shanked that guy right in the neck. It's like, it's so, like standby, but he was killed in a fight. He was killed in a bar fight, yes. Because ever, ever the peacemaker, Jay Aubrey Island, was stabbed in the throat. He died almost instantly. He died of his wounds almost instantly. I mean, and then we, he just fades just, out of the way. Being the good guy, we, being the good egg that he was, he's trying to break that fight the up. Peacemaker that he is. Now that we've talked about him, we just don't have to talk about anything else with this movie. Let's yeah, just good night, let's everybody. Just, we had a good time. Let's, yeah. Let's Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. So he made the movie. Let's we we, we flash that back. felt like another movie. That felt like a whole other movie that we missed. It did. Like why well, do these two be, have such fucking heat? To be fair. Uh, technically, it was a whole other movie because they filmed that later. <laughs> true, that is true. So technically, it was. Um, so let's flash back to that. We, we we jump back to the toy store where Annette and Frankie are, are making out, pitching woo in the background, and immediately, whenever anybody is making out, and I'm I'm sorry, I've I've had a few girlfriends here and there, and I've never at one point been like we should make out. And she was like, no, and I was like, yes, and tore her blouse open. <laughs> Just but that seems, that's the go-to in this movie for every dude. Everybody every dude was really kind of asking for it. Yeah, they were kind of like, oh, we should make out. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's make out. And then they're like, no, we better stop. And he's like, no, come on, baby. And she's like, no, get off. And he's like, rip. And you're like, wait, what? So Billy, Billy turns out to be like the greatest white knight. Yeah, he is in the incel history. white knight. <laughs> <laughs> every, he shows up at every sexual encounter that goes wrong. And he and kills- saves the girl. And he saves a girl and kills the guy responsible. But now what what's unintentionally funny about Annette and Frankie's fight is that Ricky, uh, I'm sorry, Billy, sorry, uh, Billy <laughs> attacks Frankie Avalon, wraps a, 
a, a string of Christmas lights around his neck and hoists him up with one arm. Yeah, to show his, his 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 um, yeah his crazy monster strength. Why does he have super strength though? Because he worked out, man. <laughs> not well, Ricky did. Ricky well, was jacked up. Both of them. They both. It was. It runs in their blood. So <laughs> Billy jacks up Frankie Avalon, and w- while he's got him hanged <laughs> up, they show a close up of Frankie Avalon's fucking lifts, and this little fucking Guido. Has his, his bullshit polo shirt, his, his dopey hair dome, and his his hump his hump lifts on, and you're like, no wonder this broad didn't put out for you. Yeah, so, it, then it then it all <laughs> it all makes sense. So then the girlfriend who she was like, girl, girl, get off me, Ricky. Uh, Billy's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm trying to help you out, and she's like, get off me, you freak. Why did you? I kill know. Him? She, why did yeah. she get so fucking mad? Like, right, she you know, she's, life. She got so mad at him, and he's like naughty, and he guts her. So you're like, yeah, all right, yeah, fair. Naughty. There you go. That's what you get. So now we have this going on, but now what, what starts getting confusing is Wyatt's dad comes in the back. And you're going, well, what did, well aside from his name being Ira, maybe being a little Jewish, <laughs> what, what, is, he, what, what does Billy do? have against him? Yeah. This, this yeah, drunk like, slob. Why is he mad? But then you're like, well, he's drunk naughty he's he's being naughty and he's being drunk but then uh, nice mrs babbage in the front with the pillbox hat which another thing in this movie everybody had a pillbox fucking hat on which <laughs> a was lot weird. of pillbox hats for some reason a lot of weird going on so again we have this thing where aside from being drunk she didn't do too much no they didn't do anything to no deserve. they didn't do anything at all like they were just but now billy's on a roll Billy is on the murder rampage because now he's killed he's killed Ira, he's killed uh, Frankie and Annette, and then he kills Pillbox, right? <laughs> and the best was shooting her in with a with a bow and arrow. And we yeah. talked about this while yeah, we, all, like... we all watched this movie together. And at one point, Cat goes, "Yeah, like there'd be a bow and arrow." And I'm, how many of you guys can remember <laughs> when they sold that shit in toy stores? That was like because you go to was a Child World. Remember Child World? Or the old Toys R Us? Yeah. They used to sell bows and arrows and shit. <laughs> like so real bows for and kids. arrows? For kids, dude. But they, they were ridiculous. They were, yes. And, and, that, and apparently this fucking, this, this particular bow and arrow had like a 300-pound drawstring. And it put that right arrow, through, yeah. Almost I mean, it went her. right through her. I mean, it passed through her like impressed. a fucking like 50-millimeter gun bullet. The one thing I was impressed with was that pillbox hat? She pulled the fucking Conan bit, where she put her helmet on the on the fucking thing to distract him. <laughs> so oh, he yeah. smashed it with the axe, <laughs> like in Conan. I expected the big hammer to swing around and hit him, hit, hit Billy in the face, but she just dumps a pile of boxes on him and runs. And you're like, yep, that you deserve to go. So I think they just stole that right out of the Conan book. <laughs> so they're just aping stuff from Conan now. Then we get to what would be probably the best part of this movie, most historic part of the movie, and my well, favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's the part that made the movie famous to begin with. Linnea Quigley <laughs> getting impaled on antlers, wearing her Lee jeans. <laughs> yes. So made a, made a point of showing them Lee jeans. Yeah. Yes, they did. Her and... Uh, uh, looks like 
fucking Emilio Estevez's brother Ted. Um, he these two all American kids are pitching woo on a fucking pool table, and she hears the cat because she hears the bells. Yeah, and in her modesty, she leaves her perfect boobs out, and she puts her her Lee Jean shorts on. Yeah, because that's, because that's what she doesn't do. she doesn't want to be disgusting. She's no, like, hey, come on, have some pressure. She got to be she got to be modest. Exactly. So Billy comes in and happens to know that they were having sex and knows she was naughty. being naughty. Yeah. yeah. And he implants and... our sweet Linnea on <laughs> antlers. <laughs> so, of course, dumb boyfriend hears nothing but comes upstairs and sees everything destroyed. And he's like, Babe? What happened here? <laughs> like, Debbie? Oh, <laughs> and so at this point, him and Billy get into a bit of a tussle. They do. And, and he gets the fire poker. It's a bit of a fight, too. Despite he the does. fact he, that, yeah. that Billy right. has super strength. This is, this is not your average, you know, rampaging killer sort of thing. This is, you know, this guy puts up a fight. And he's ready to fuck this dude up. He's ready to fuck him up. Even though he weighs like 120 pounds. And he waffles Billy a few times. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, holy shit. This is crazy. With a, a, like the, a poker. The brand, the poker. Yeah. And then Billy goes yeah. out again. So he just keeps fucking each other up. Like, this is a pretty good fight. You're like, wow, this is crazy. So Billy is now in full swing. Like, Billy is now in full psychotic killer mode. Yeah, he yeah, launches the guy out of a window, and that seems to kill him for some reason. Well, yeah, yeah he's a pussy otherwise. <laughs> He's, he's a glass cannon. Yeah. I was going to say, he's got a glass spine. He's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he pitches that kid out the window, and, and that's that. So, but now, again, we're getting to this point. Who told Ricky this? Exactly. Because yeah. by, the end, by the time Billy returns to the orphanage, he doesn't get to say three words to his brother. No. No, so, so absolutely you, you, not. At what point does he say, so I went in and I killed this chick with perfect boobs who looked like Linnea Quigley, and I beat up her fucking hump of a boyfriend who hit me a couple times. But Eric Freeman tells the story as if he was there. Yeah, word for word. Like, he had to have told him what people said, what people right. did, lay it all out for him. And like so, past, past the point where he's a kid, when he's a little kid, like, okay, maybe he would have told him something. But yeah, you're right. When he's an yeah. adult. There's no, they don't want to have any interaction. <laughs> no, no. So he wouldn't, he shouldn't have known any of this. So again, we see Billy on the road <clears throat> and Aaron, and, uh, and, and, and Ricky is like, Billy knew the back roads. How? How did he know? <laughs> he was in a mental home his whole life. How did he yeah. know back roads? But uh, we, we will suspend disbelief for a bit. And we, we let this go. Billy's the human GPS. He just knows where all he the He just knows are. where to go. So now, here's some, here's some other stuff which I, I found fun. Um, or, or then we go to the bullies, the bullies on the sleds. Yeah. Which, oh, my you God. Know, was a big setup. But again, how did, how did Ricky know this? Because well, <laughs> I, I don't get this. it. But anyway, bullies take kids' sleds, and then the, bullies go, the one bully is going down the hill, and Billy decapitates him. Yeah, uh-huh, Billy hates TV. bullies. Yeah, no bullies. That's naughty. So, naughty. Okay, cool. Everything um, is naughty. Everything. Everything. But now, the times seem to change because these, these hills are full of snow. 
these hills are amazingly snow stocked. Like I saw Clark and Eddie were, were shooting down the hill next to them because they were so they were so covered in snow. The rest of these guys, like by the time they get to the orphanage, it's like the leftover dirt snow. Yeah. That kids yeah, are playing with, like, so there's like dirt in it. And it's like, brown <laughs> snow. Yeah, it's the shittiest snow you can think. It might as well just be mud. It's like I just brought in a pile of snow and just dumped it in the front of the orphanage yeah. for the shot, like is what it looked like. And they made this awful, awful snowman that you're like, how do you take pride in this? Snow, Come on, man. you fucking kids. And the snowman suck. was dirty. It was terrible. It was all, all, the beating, terrible. all the beatings that they fucking gave these kids, they never beat them for the snowman they put out. So, like, yeah, I would have beat like those kids snow. just for that. Just for just for the poor no. snowman attempt. <laughs> so then we get into the story, you know, and this was the setup in part one where um, they say that the janitor was shot in this. He says, oh, the poor deaf janitor. Yeah. But in part one, he was the priest. <laughs> he wasn't the janitor. So they <laughs> fucked that up. But eh, yeah. what are you going to do? Who's they paying couldn't attention? even get it right. Yeah. And then we, we have the loan shark, Rocco. Right? Yeah. What? God, he's disgusting. <laughs> he's the most disgusting character. But that I've that comes with Ricky. Seen. But that yeah. comes with Ricky. For the um, first time, Ricky's telling his own actual story. Yes. And now this is the part that the psychiatrist did not know. Yeah. So like now, all of a sudden, this is scary to him. I love I love the setup too, where it's like my old my old lady didn't pay for my college. Right. Yeah. It was like we said. It was every Twitter fight ever. It was. Do, you think more, do you think you're more important than me? Is he your came time more valuable like, than mine? He gave him such as an edge lord. Tell me yeah. about this, Ricky. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Where'd you meet your wife? Send me to college. I had to get a job. Yeah. Where'd you meet your wife? Well, I met her in college. That's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of the amazing exchanges between the psychiatrist and, and Ricky are. They just deserve an, uh, their Oscars right yeah, then and there. Kids. No. We no, weren't blessed with kids. That's none of your business, though, Ricky. None of your business. <laughs> my mind. Or, or how about later on? So Ricky and the, and the Ricky is obviously throughout this movie. When Ricky gets to his point, um, he starts getting in the, in the psychiatrist's face. And the psychiatrist looks at him with these cold faces. And he goes, you don't scare me. You don't scare me, Ricky. And you're like, ooh, look at this guy. Also, okay, so one of the things we had discussed was the toys that they gave the children in the orphanage. Because they this was a flashback to part one again. Yeah. Um, so some of the kids in the orphanage, like the one had like a Miss Piggy puppet, which back in the day, that shit was expensive as fuck. <laughs> Who donated then, like, that fucking thing? Right. And then the, the other kid had like a softball. And then the other kid had like <laughs> the other kid had like a plastic rubber duck, and you're like, "What kid got fucking beat out?" And you're like, "Oh, what'd you get, dude? I got this Miss Piggy puppet with satin dress and all the cool things and the Kermit that goes with her. That's awesome. What'd you get? I I got a softball. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> oh, cool. Did you get a bat or a glove? Nope. No. Just a softball. This is softball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a jigsaw puzzle. I can only imagine all the puzzles that they had in that fucking table well, had. They weren't even like. Complete. But look at the one. Look at the one behind Billy's bed. Billy had twelve oh, fucking yeah. jigsaw puzzles behind his he bed. He did, didn't he? I forgot about that. Mister fucking Big Shots got all the puzzles in the place. So now, uh, so Ricky is is telling the story about how he saw Santa Claus get shot, but it wasn't his brother. 
It was the poor deaf janitor who, oh, yeah. who was actually the priest. And little Ricky is covered in blood from the fucking... I know. <laughs> oh, it's so great. So, like, automatically now, you've already you've given this kid carte blanche to be a psycho, too. Because yeah. you've beaten his brother... You've and you've 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 scarred him for life with the destruction of Santa Claus by shooting him in front of him. And they cut to Mother Superior who goes, Nothing must happen to the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Ricky? Oh, he's fucked. Too late. No, he's he's fine. Don't worry about it. He's he good. wrote some testimony. Yeah. So yeah, we we again we're still stuck in part one. We have not moved out of part one flashbacks yet. Not until we get to Ricky getting his own job. And this is this is literally like over halfway through the movie. Yes. Right. We're you are well. There. Yeah, like yeah, we're, we're 35 minutes in, 40 minutes yeah. into the movie, and they're still doing flashbacks. You're just watching Ricky explain the plot for the first movie. Right. Yeah. And they're showing they're showing cutscenes. And they're like, Ricky, so, what about you though? Yeah, Ricky, tell us about you. We want to know about the real Ricky. Got a job. Um, yeah, I had to get a job. Throwing out garbage. You know, and oh we, my don't, God. we don't really get into the Ricky Caldwell story until we hear about his job bussing tables. Bussing tables, throwing out trash. And the, and so the- here he is throwing out trash, and he uses the term, sounds like a squirrel getting his nuts squeezed. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and you're going, what? <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of an awkward thing. And the guy playing the the victim here, is some little turd, and he's going, come on, Rocco. Come on, Rocco. And he's just, all he's saying is, come on, Rocco. Yeah, he's coming across a loan shark getting like, his yeah, money. But there's there's no dialogue. It's just, come on, Rocco. Come on, Rocco. Come on, Rocco. And then Rocco is like, you know what? I hope you don't have the money, because I enjoy beating the shit out of you, which is funny as fuck. And so, Rocco yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, Rocco I, I is wearing a suit and tie. I, he's disgusting. Like, his face is disgusting. Just punch him in the gut. He's like, hold and on a second. Just, Let me think about that for a minute. Yeah, he goes. And he punches him in the gut. He goes, just give me, I mean, give me a little time and I'll get you your money back. He goes, hang on. Let me think about it. Wham. Nope. And I'm <laughs> going to be honest. In his stomach. He doesn't even look like a loan shark. He looks like a used car salesman. Like, that's oh, what he what? looks like. He looks like a bus stop lawyer. Yeah. Yes. Or a that's what he looks like. You know who you remind me of? The guy. Absolutely who is the dude? Not. Who was the dude? Mike Starr. Mike Starr. He was the guy who played Frenchie in Goodfellas. Yeah. You know who's the security guard? <laughs> You're looking at him. You're looking at him. <laughs> You're looking at him. Yeah. I'm it. Yeah. I'm, I'm it. it. Yeah, that was him. That was Mike Starr. Mike Starr was like one of the greatest character actors ever. Do you have a do you have a script? Fuck no. We got a poster yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a fucking amazing character. I would have popped if it was him, though. That would have been fucking great. Oh, he he's above this movie. He wouldn't have done this fucking shit. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember been. him from... He was also uh, in The Last Dragon. He was yes. Rock. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So... He's one of those guys. He's in everything. Yeah, he's in everything. So we get to the end of part one, where now Ricky... We, we can assume Ricky has this memory, because it's happening. In front of the orphanage when he says, it's over. You're all safe. He's actually telling a story he was a part of. Right. And now you buy Yeah, you buy this. Although, pretty pretty good kill on Rocco. So now, did you see? Oh, the the umbrella. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But did you notice now the rain, how the rain started in one spot and then grew? Yes. Because they turned the hose on. They they, they, they (laughs) turned them all on. (laughs) Had to take a second for it to pop in. So now we go into 
Um, this is the first fake Ricky. Uh, this was the reshoot Ricky tied into the old footage. Yeah. And he had that kid say naughty. And then, uh, then we flash back to eyebrows McGinty just given, uh, showing now showing the, the doctor getting a little unnerved. Yeah. After but meanwhile, all that. but meanwhile, everybody should know this. Everybody should know this tale. Yeah, because this is like, this is allegedly the thirteenth Doctor who's in, interviewed Ricky. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, like, you would think the Doctor would be more concerned that he was telling a story that he wasn't a part of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are, are you being a delusional <laughs> fuck? You, yeah, like, are you telling me the truth because you weren't really there? I don't know how you. Knew yeah, I, I don't see how you how you would know any of this. Uh, <laughs> Billy told me. Are you sure? Well, I was there. Oh, okay. What? He was just yeah. being too nice. It's like, ah, it's kind of full shit, but right, let's let him go. <laughs> yeah, Why like... not? Yeah, so um, basically he's now... He's nitpicking. We get fact. into the, the new stuff that's filmed, uh, like the Rosenbergs, when they adopt <laughs> the new Ricky. Yes. <laughs> Yet again, the new Ricky, because now there's like four or five Rickies yeah. that they shoot throughout this movie. Um. So we start seeing the home movies, like the really cheesy 80s home movies of people, of Ira, Ira Greenberg, or Goldberg, uh, in his fucking dopey chef's hat and stuff. Uh, so Ricky is just a normal kid with his new parents until he gets triggered. Yeah. Well, triggering. Yeah. So the minute this kid gets triggered by seeing nuns and a red outfit, immediately... The they new take loving, him back. The new loving parents are back at the orphanage. Like this kid's <laughs> fucked up. I, like, I don't know about this. We might have to. We might have to return him. I love him, but like, I don't know. I love the I kid. Mean, I just want to make sure he's okay. And By the thing okay, about I mean, it is, like, him. the thing about it is, like, they don't even think he has a mental problem. They're like, we think he had a seizure. We want to like, bring him back. She's like, I don't know. He had some sort of a some sort of a seizure. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Did you <laughs> like, leave out the, the lemon here? Like what? Yeah. Maybe. What's maybe the lemon law on kids? <laughs> you sold us a kid with like a bad radiator or something. Yeah. What's All the right. lemon law on kids? What can we what can we get them back? Can we turn them in for something of equal or lesser value? <laughs> we have something less crazy. <laughs> so now here's here's another. This was a, another story I was looking up. I want to say live live entertainment. Uh, they had wanted the original guy uh, Charles Seller who did the first one. Yeah. They wanted him to do the sequel, and he was like, fuck you, fuck no. <laughs> I ain't touching that shit. Yeah, he, was, he didn't want any part of it. And, that's, and, and, and one of the funny parts about this is, with all the parent transferred and all the killer kids shit, okay, guess who was a bigwig in live entertainment? Who's that? Give you three guesses. Um, I don't know. Kyle and Eric Melendez's dad. What? <laughs> what? Are you serious? I am 100% serious. Holy got, shit. So I got, I, I will, I got that tidbit. Never from, would have fucking guessed that. A million from, me uh, neither. I wouldn't from either. Joe Bob Briggs. Who, wow. Yes, he said that uh, Mr. Melendez was one of the high executives at Live Entertainment. So they were wondering if some of that money that the Melendez has got from mom and dad's death oh my God. was from this movie. Oh my God, what a legacy. 
right? So, so live entertainment was were the people who uh, who did this movie. So, wow, <laughs> holy shit! Right? What a tie-in! Yeah, I would have never, never. I'm like Chuck. I would never guess that in a million years, like ever. Yeah. Um. So let's see. I was reading. I was doing a lot of the trivia. Um, we'll get we'll get to trivia in a minute. I just maybe we can do a, to, maybe we can have the Menendez brothers come in for like a sound. Maybe we can. Time. Did your dad ever talk about this movie? <laughs> this is the reason we killed him for this movie. And they just tell a story that they weren't even there for. I'm like, wait a minute, you weren't there. Yeah. Let me tell you a story about my dad <laughs> after he was killed. Here's the story. Oh my god, that's we weren't there. We were at a basketball game. It wasn't even us. Oh my god. <laughs> so. We go we, now. We get into Ricky's story, and Ricky starts telling about how his his dad would his dad died, his stepdad died, so that left him with his mom, who really didn't seem too happy with him. <laughs> She's no. just like, oh, I guess I'll deal with it. But now, the the thing that made it funny was the way they edited this. He's like, after my stepdad died, I just needed to be alone. So he walks out of frame in the movie, and then the next scene. They show him walking through the woods like he left yeah. the funeral and just walked the earth like in Kung Fu. <laughs> he's wandered the earth. And the next scene you see him, he's in a sweater vest and he's walking the fucking woods by himself with his hands in his pocket like a schmuck. Yeah. And you're Aaron, like, wait, have Aaron you just been walking? Like an eight-year-old. <laughs> like, have you just been walking this entire time? He's sad. And so, like, yeah, he, he just wanted to be by himself. He needed to yeah, think. Yeah, he needed you're like, to okay. think about things. He needed a few years to think it over. Yeah. So, again, we we get to the point where he finds two people making out. And it's not Naughty. like he accidentally. Well, he didn't even accidentally stumble across them. He actively snuck to see them. Yeah. Which made it a little bit not as innocent. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit now he's being naughty. Yeah, he's being the weirdo psycho stalker, voyeur. So he sees this guy and girl in the woods, and they're having a picnic, as you and do, he has I guess. A Jeep. I have a Jeep. Well, the, the the boyfriend has a Jeep, not Ricky. Yeah. Ricky walks everywhere. No, no. So Ricky the boyfriend has, has a Jeep. Jeep, and the boyfriend and the girl, uh, the boyfriend looks like a poor man's marshal from How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> and he's hooking up with some somebody in mom jeans. And again, they start, hey, we should make out. And he starts making out with her and he, they start doing dirty talk. And you're like, okay, it's fun. Um, and then she's like, no. And he's like, don't you want me? She's like, I do want you, but not all the time. <laughs> and he's like, but we're alone. And she's like, yeah, I just don't want you now. And he's <laughs> like, okay. So as everybody turns, else in this movie, he slaps her. Right. Yeah. He slaps her and, op- and he rips her shirt open. <laughs> It's like, and of course, Ricky <laughs> flashes back to mom, which is so weird. Yeah, that every, was every a baby. sexy baby. scene, yeah, every sexy scene you see, you go back and you think about your mom getting raped, and you're like, "What?" This so, reminds me of the time I was a zygote. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember I was shooting out of my dad's penis at about 180 miles an hour, <laughs> and there was a weird rape scene on TV. This <laughs> triggered me. It triggered me. I remember that. So. uh Ricky kills the rapey boyfriend with his own Jeep. Yeah. That's and amazing. He, and he, he walks across the girlfriend. Like 47 times. Which, yeah, it's pretty funny. And the girlfriend it looks at him. The girlfriend looks at him and with this poignant, sad look, she goes, Thank you. <laughs> and she leaves. She just walks away. She just walks away. 
And it's like, if you're a psycho killer, don't you track that girl down and be like, marry me? Yeah. I mean, you're the, I really you're the like, one. they were the one. Like, she was his one. Yeah. They really but, missed an opportunity, you, you know. You get me. Yeah, but nope. All he had to do, all and all this girl needed to do to stop the rape was slap this guy in the sprouts. She kicked yeah. him right in the nuts. And then he was like, okay, rape over. It's like she hit him in the nose. Yeah. yeah. She like yeah, like he was a shark. She hit him in his nerve bundle. <laughs> it just stopped him dead. And it stopped him dead in his tracks. And he goes, I'm gonna go get another beer. Welcome, bitch. He goes, but I'll be back. Yeah, let me get another. And you're Zikati. like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on. So are you threatening her or are you just saying we're gonna talk about this? Because I don't appreciate <laughs> you kicking me in the nards like this. He's gonna try to work it out. Yeah. Right. He Still just needed. Earth. He needed a break. He, we just need to. We just need to chill out for a minute. I just need to know where the boundaries were. So again, just these slapdash scenes of really, really unlikable people, um, and like characters, just throwaway characters. Because honestly, you don't see these people longer than ten seconds. No. Um, they're literally Ricky, there to set up that Ricky's crazy and he's killed people. Yeah. That's, why, that's why he's in the hospital. And when uh, the thing about it, like when he runs the guy over with the Jeep, so he, he runs starts, him over like 14 times and it's hilarious. But he starts the Jeep, right? And then the guy sees Ricky yeah. in the Jeep where he just was. Like, so Ricky has Jason powers as well. <laughs> he can just teleport into any situation. And the guy is standing in front of his Jeep. So the engine starts and the guy looks down at his Jeep. Like, did you start on your own Jeep? Huh? That's Are weird. You- is you a magic jeep? <laughs> Did you start this with the power of your mind or something? And and then again, we see a young Justin French destroyed by a jeep. <laughs> <laughs> and he is killed immediately. And the girlfriend just goes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. She was and that's thankful. like, yeah. Meanwhile, that was her boyfriend who she loved. She told yeah. him, she's like, I love you. Love you. <laughs> but thank God that guy ran you over. Yeah. So good. Good they for got you. This guy ran you over twenty six times. So now she walks away, leaving the boyfriend's jeep. Yeah. Like nobody's going to question her. Hey, weren't you just home. out? Yeah. Hey, weren't you out with Marshall today? We found him under his fucking jeep. No. Oh. Like, no, I, I don't, don't know. know. No. But and there then, was a picnic set up, and but then there, the the the, the best part, the best Eric Freeman lines, the all that the the therapist writes, the psychiatrist writes, red car, <laughs> red car, red car. And, and all it's of a sudden, not even a car, it's a Jeep. And he goes, and he pulls it right next to him and he goes, red car. Good point, Doc. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and that's how he was throughout the entire movie, too. But it he made was. me, it was so great. Because it's like Eric Freeman is a genius. <laughs> red car. Red car. Red Good point. Yeah. Because now here, I want I want to know Eric Freeman's process. He was given no direction. Like that, it is a common story about this. That yeah. one director would would just give him no direction, and the other director was like more crazy, more strong. Come on, do it. Because he wanted to play it as sort of a serious killer. Yeah, like a real quiet, broody, crazy. And they're like, no, you're you're over the top, like Freddie. Like you make quips and you joke, and so now. We, we we go up and we flash up to now the point where Ricky is played by Eric Freeman. Yeah. A, a jacked Eric Friedman. 
Freeman's he's a big boy. He's guy's got some guns on him. Yes. <clears throat> so that's when we meet Rocco. And we see the scene where Rocco is run through with an umbrella after Ricky impales him one handed. And once again, yeah, they, they had the whole family's got super strength. He picks the guy up by one arm. Yep, He does. And what does it? And and this is the, the, it's very subtle. The victim of Rocco has red pants. Rocco has a red tie. A red handkerchief. Yes. Then Rocco pulls out a red handkerchief. It triggers him. And the red triggers him like he's a bull. Even even though he shouldn't have the same triggers as his brother did, but right. Or well, no? I mean the thing about no, why he was a baby. But also, he saw Santa Claus shot in front of him. I guess so. Oh no, so, that doesn't. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. So wait a minute. <laughs> so Jeffrey Dahmer could be nuts because his mom was a manic shopper, but you don't you don't buy Ricky. <laughs> Ricky watching Santa Claus get his brains blown out in front of him. That's that's he not he saw his, he, he, saw his, he, saw his, he saw his brother killed in a Santa outfit. He saw no his good. brother murdered in a Santa outfit. He saw a priest he get killed in a Santa fine. outfit. He's fine. But Jeffrey Dahmer's mom, she used to go shopping that's online. Right. Yeah, that, right. yeah, it totally makes him nuts. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking that's mental patients. <laughs> fucking psycho. <laughs> <clears throat> So now we have Rocco and uh, Rocco and Ricky have our uh, the meetup, and Rocco's a fairly big guy compared to Ricky. He's he's about Ricky's size. Yeah, but then Ricky tosses him like a fucking old sock. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> he's tossing like thirty. Feet. Yeah, Rocco it's, is it's, so gross. Oh, it's so. Uh, you know what? I want to have Rocco on the show. No, Who doesn't even? So he gross. doesn't even get put over as Rocco. He's called Lone Shark in the credits. Ugh. Yeah, even though they're calling him Rocco, they didn't put his name in there. And meanwhile, Rocco Rocco hits Ricky about a dozen times. Ricky no sells. No sells completely. <laughs> no sells completely, and he finds the candy cane colored umbrella. Yes. So I was like, all right, fucking so bug eyes. Picks it up and now, shoves it through his chest. Now we get into this situation where the psychiatrist is like, I did, I didn't know any of this, and he's all sweating. Right. At no point, like, do you not want to maybe check? Was there a murder in this town? Yeah, now a, we a now we have new information. Maybe, maybe we should yeah. call the order back in. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, I maybe should get some security. Yeah, maybe I should ask. How about that? Maybe I'll ask somebody instead yeah, of just being like, "I'm freaking out, man." So, yeah. So now the psychiatrist is freaking out because Ricky is is now admitting to more murders than they knew about. <laughs> Holy cow. Which I don't I know, know why this. he's freaking out. Like, I mean, just right. If this guy's a psychiatrist, supposed to be one of the best. He's, yeah. he's a great psychiatrist, yet this is gonna freak him out. No. And really, red car? It was a red Jeep, guy. Red... Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good <laughs> red point. car. Good point. <laughs> God damn it, Eric Freeman. I love you. So tell me about Jennifer. Fuck you. Fuck you. Eat shit. Eat shit. Um, So another, uh, we go into this um, Jennifer who, she's done a couple other B movies. um, Yeah. Dinosaur Babes or uh, Bimbo's and Dinosaur Hell or something. Um, (laughs) And she's best known Friday the 13th uh, 6 as Robin. Yeah. Um, But he throws her, he he like, what about Jennifer? And he lays her fucking 8 by 10. Her headshot, right? Her, her headshot her agent, on the table. Yeah, her agent's headshot that's marked 
to Ricky XOXO Jennifer. With all my love, Jennifer. And I want to know whose boyfriend or girlfriend gave them a headshot as their fucking gift. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Like... I got you a headshot of me. Signed. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> that's going to be that's everybody's a, gift. I think that's Christmas gift this year. Everybody's getting that's an 8 by 10 Not even of me. I'm going, to give, I'm going to give an 8 by 10 of Jennifer. Of Jennifer? Yeah, and I'm going to write XO, XO, <laughs> all my love, Jennifer. I would sign your own name. Funny. No, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're wrong there, sir. I think Jennifer's name, Jennifer. Somebody somebody unwrapping that to get that would be outstanding. Stay um, scared, your pal Jennifer. <laughs> All my love, Jennifer. Jennifer Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> but now, was it me or did? There was a very, he had a very Van Damme look about him. Ricky. A little bit. Eric Freeman ah. had a very, he had a bit of a Van Damme look. I felt like every pose, like every time they, the camera was on him, he was trying to strike a pose like he was like in a jeans commercial or something. It's always like leaning back in his chair. He's got his arm over it. And then he, he spins, the, gives the over the, the shoulder spin, look. You get the brooding look. Um. Yeah. So then like uh, we a, go into like a Madal Sassoon commercial, <laughs> or Sassoon's jeans. And then there were, <laughs> we see uh, the next shot was was Ricky in his Fonzie outfit. Yeah, when he had his leather jacket and his dumb Honda. You're like, really, dude? <laughs> yeah. His his Honda is like. And then yeah. he yeah when she hits him with the with the car right. She hits him and he stays up for like a good thirty seconds and then, and then falls. And then falls. Well, you can't fall too hard because they can't. They can't. You know, they they only rented that motorcycle and they didn't pay for it or anything. And he gives he gives that scowl, that Ricky scowl, and then uh, he sees the stems on beautiful Jennifer and he's like, she giggles. She's like, oh, I hit a jerk on a bike. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. He smiles. Almost committed manslaughter. This is hilarious. Hilarious. And then they're tooling around on his bike, hugging each other and loving each other. It's it's love yeah. at first sight. So now we see Ricky in his relationship, <laughs> and we're just we are just so happy for him. The first time because he's this, ever been happy in his whole this life. This is going to straighten him out. This yeah. sort of thing will straighten him the fuck out. She's going to put him on the right path. Exactly. We um, then <laughs> here's here's the other thing I read. Now we got to the scene with the lovemaking because. Oh yes, they make love. Yes, sweet. Love. Um, and apparently that was dramatically cut down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I can only assume because maybe it slowed the movie down, or maybe yeah. uh, Ricky was just in such. Uh, probably the only reason Eric Freeman signed up for this, he's like, "Oh, I get to sleep with her." Sure, yeah. I get to awkwardly touch this broad. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Put my hand on the um, small of her back. <clears throat> yeah. So now it really does get a little awkward. Um, there's a scene like it, it's the end scene where he's laying down and she's laying on, like on him and she's sleeping. Yeah. And he's all jacked and tanned and, and like oiled up <laughs> and she's sleeping like an idiot. Like she just looks, she looks like a dope and he's like uncomfortable. This looks like yeah, the, most like, the most non natural pose ever. And when his hands are running down her back, yeah, when his, his, 
giant gorilla hands. They're all hairy in the light. <laughs> Just and they're running down her back. They look yeah. like monster gloves. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus, Ricky's a werewolf. I get it now. <laughs> he's turning into the but wolf. The thing, the thing about it is, though, like when he's rubbing his hands down her back, it's not even like seamless. Like no, you would it's imagine. no. It's like it's, it's like it's she's like rough. You, <laughs> yeah, she's your back. You made of sandpaper. Yeah, yes. she's made. A, she's made of some sort of squeaky <laughs> polyester material. And he's it just running such her hands. A weird out. shot. It was yeah, like a weird, weird shot. Yeah, like rub a rub a balloon. <laughs> like rub. I was gonna say so much resistance that, on that back. That, was that weird. <laughs> when you rub a ton of balloons back or something, that he just. So now we're we 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 cut to their date scene. Um, they're in the movies, and it's like a Three's Company movie or like a Saved by the Bell movie set, mm-hmm. where there's there's four people, uh, one of which is Leslie Nielsen and his daughter, um, and the other are is like, um, what is the 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 one guy in the background who has this weird kind of. 80s spiky hair sort of thing going on yeah mm-hmm. yeah so and his, and his buddy who's just he's got the the mustache and he's just sitting and there he's, so embarrassed he's just embarrassed yeah um he was actually one of the patron movie patrons i believe is one of the editors or yeah editors slash writers yeah he's one of the editors slash writers <laughs> or it could be leslie nielsen i'm not sure sure you never know um so yeah he's he's part of this He's part of this little haha bit where and he's heckling. He's heckling the th- first of all, he's heckling the trailer. Yeah. Um, and then start he heckles the Ricky. Yeah, start the movie. Ricky starts making out with uh, Jennifer, and this guy now starts heckling Ricky. Now, here's the thing Ricky's got this little Izod shirt on, and he's kind of jacked. Yeah. He is. Like, and why you are, you are this skinny little putz. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You are this 168 pound dude. Like, why would you mess with the guy with his yeah. fucking massive arms? R- Ricky's like, got the one size too small shirt on. Yeah, he's got the Tommy Dreamer shirt on. <laughs> Ricky was he, like the quintessential 80s guy. And he's fucking like death glaring him. Yeah. Yes. And he's got this dead eye fucking crazy stare. He looks so, like a crazy person. Then he the the end all be all eighties insult. This guy screams at Ricky and he goes, "Fag, fag." Well, because like, Ricky Whoa. stops making, well, he's heckling him for making out with his chick, and he stops. Right. And because he stopped making out fag. with her, he's a fag. So now Ricky says, "Hey, what's this movie about?" To his girlfriend, and she's like, "It's about this crazy guy Santa who dresses up like Santa and kills people." And Ricky's like, "What?" Like he didn't know now. <laughs> Fun trivia, the guy who plays the killer in the movie is the guy who played the killer in part one who killed yeah. his parents in the same red car. They just played yeah. the scene from the movie where he robs the fucking gas station or whatever, yeah. right? And they, they, yes, and they just play that scene. They played it. So so all meta, they're playing his thoughts because this is what, this is what his yes. brother told them. So, and then uh, John Cryer from Hiding Out sneaks up on uh, Jennifer and, and he's the ex-boyfriend. Apparently, and yeah. just has well, not over... even though they didn't even go out, right? No, one date they went on one date, ah, and, he, okay. and he cheated on her, and something else, and something else stood her up. And but he oh, overacted, that why, like that. Why Ricky said, like, he thought that she was pure, yes, yeah, until, until he found out she fucked in the back of this dude's car. <laughs> no, um, she fucked one yeah. of the fucking gang members from uh, 
My sister's a werewolf. Exactly. Yeah, right, the yeah. blonde guy with the round glasses. Yep. She was in the warehouse orgy. So we we get into this now. Ricky starts on his killing spree. Okay. He kill, first of all, he does kill the guy in the back row who heckles him. Yeah, they the they, 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 the they straight out of Goodfellas. They're walking and they find the guy fucking working on his eye, his fucking. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's working on his his Mustang and he's like. <laughs> Hey jerk, you know, like he just started. First of all, Ricky's way bigger than him. <laughs> like, dude, one what is so, he, a short man's disease. Like, really? And he, <clears throat> so he starts fucking with Ricky. And in one of the best FX scenes in the movie, Ricky grabs his turd and grabs his charger, his 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 voltmeter charger, and and attaches the alligator clamps to this guy's tongue and turns the charger on, <laughs> blows this guy's eyeballs out of his head. <laughs> It was a, it's a great scene. It's a great mechanical FX scene. It was awesome. Yeah. It was. It was great. So at that point, Jennifer says, Oh, Ricky, I hate you. I hate you. Like, Wait, what? I hate <clears> you. <throat> yeah. I mean, what, and, what does one say when their boyfriend does that? Well, thing? he didn't get the thank you that the other fucking girlfriend gave him. No. I mean, right. her boyfriend. That's, he, and he let her get away. And that was his own. I home. guess he just expected to get thanks. Yes. Um, he expected everybody to thank him at that point. Um, so again, so when she says, Ricky, I hate you, he adds insult to injury and breaks the antenna off this douche's car (laughs) (laughs) and strangles her with it. And you're like, okay. And uh, literally on cue, deputy dickhead shows up and is like, you freeze right there, dummy. And you're like, wait a minute, you're in California. You're, and it says security officer on it. So I guess they just have driving security patrols. (laughs) Well, maybe it was a gated neighborhood. Maybe it was a fancy neighborhood. Okay, I, I could buy that. I, I you know what? Yeah. I could buy that. It's California, and uh, yeah, so maybe it was maybe gated it and they was... had a security. That's why his uniform didn't fit. Yeah, yeah his, his, this dude's arms were so small that the patches oh were actually like flying off. <laughs> the patches were like the size of his head. The patches were wrapping people. around his arms. Yes, it was great. So uh, we get into this, and now he kills that guy. Takes his and gun. Takes his gun. So now this is the part where you, if you count bullets, it doesn't match. But whatever, I'm not going eh, to do that. It's Christmas. It's a Christmas time. movie. It's are only editors. Happen. Christmas movie happened, dude. Um. So there, the, Ricky goes on a rampage in this neighborhood where we are attributed to one of the best memes ever. It's it's the best part of the movie. It's the absolute. Okay. It's the do best we, part of the movie. Do we even I'm have to talking. say it? Do we have to yes. say it here? Or yes, we have to fucking say it. <clears throat> we have to say it. Okay, so Ricky is standing there, um, and one guy comes out, he's like got a as fucking if, beer. As if, yeah, and he's wearing yes. like a nondescript jersey, and you don't know who's like what team he's for. He's like, hey, but what's all like, the fucking noise goes, going hey, on? What's out going here? on? And Ricky just blasts him for no reason. <laughs> the next jerk comes out. <laughs> and he's carrying a garbage can. And Ricky, best. they just cut to Ricky and the face, the emotes. <laughs> and he says, Garbage, garbage day. day. Garbage day. <laughs> and shoots this guy through his can. So it's so fucking random. It's like- now, and for those of you who do not know what garbage day is, Type it into your Google. Yeah. Do it you know, right now. Just type in type in garbage day meme. That's all you gotta do. Pause this podcast and go right <laughs> no, now. Yeah. 
No one told it was like you ever go to like an improv show and like the people just don't know where to go with a bit. Right. <laughs> and then, that's why I felt like he's going on his killing tree. He had no idea what he was going to do. I have no idea what to say. I'm kind of nervous. I, I I don't know how to fucking do this. Garbage day. Have we have we have we uh, verified whether that was an improv line or not? I don't know, but we should. Know. It had to have been, right? If you wrote that into a script, you should never. I'm just gonna ever. comment on things that I see. Recycler. <laughs> 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 And then that little girl bumps into him. Yeah. Sorry, mister. It's okay. He should have been, little girl on bike. Girl on a bike. Pedaling away. <laughs> Ride your bike. Uh, so now Ricky is on a, a shoot rampage. And <clears throat> through no, inf- nobody has no. said a word. No. Nobody has said a goddamn word. Since Don Knotts was killed in the cop car earlier. <laughs> but now real cops showed up. Holy. Well, real he also cops showed up. The one car, though. The one car's driving. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. Oh, so shit. The, the one car that's going at him, Ricky spends his rest of his four bullets that he only had three of. He shoots this car, causing the car to flip and then explode. Yes. Now, if, you'll, if you notice, the car was at a different angle when it landed. Yeah, completely not the angle it flipped at. But what are you gonna do? Uh, it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. Stuntman not looking anything like Eric Ricky. Freeman. In the, in and the... considering considering Ricky um, was nearly killed in that scene. Yes, the car almost clips the stuntman. And the stuntman, oh. you see him dip his shoulder like whoop. Ah. Watch, <laughs> John. Whoa, car flip. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that guy was carrying all that gelignite and nitroglycerin. Yeah, he, he, had a, he had a back, he had a, a complete Chevelle trunk full of propane tanks and nitroglycerin. He, he had just picked up, up his oxygen from the home yeah. He was carrying his uh, his hand grenade collection. He was just bringing it from his. He just came, yeah, he came from the flea market. I just can't then, stop laughing from garbage. Today. And he's so he's walking through the neighborhood. He's just strolling. Yeah, <laughs> and laughing and giggling at himself. He's, all his, yeah, putting he's just over. he's putting himself over Whoa. nonstop. He's laughing at his own shit. <laughs> well, it's pretty funny. Oh, it, it completely is. It's hilarious. I just can't stop laughing. I wish I had the fucking soundboard. I could just play. I would have just played that all. I wish you could too. I wish you could just. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play that all day long. I, I I literally I say it throughout my entire day at work. I just have if I if everything just goes fucking the shit. I just I, I did this afternoon. I had to bring the trash out and throw it in the bin. Garbage day. <clears throat> my nephew. Do you imagine? Do you imagine you're the one being shot or being down. killed? <laughs> My nephew takes our trash cans down to the road. I'm just going to start screaming that at him every Tuesday. Like you got to shoot at him. <laughs> you have to shoot at him to make it legit. You can't go back into the house until you say it. <laughs> 
So we get to we get to now Ricky going through the the whole neighborhood, yeah. killing on this killing spree. There's still more. And then the real cops showed up, and yeah. it's they they seem like very you know they really seem to be the cops that people want nowadays. Yeah, because they didn't shoot Ricky. No, they, no. They said put the gun down, and Ricky tried to shoot himself, and the guy goes, "No, don't. It's not worth it. Don't. It's not worth it. Please." <laughs> The one cop with the shotgun tells Ricky it's not worth it. And he was hoping Ricky <laughs> just for God's sakes, Ricky, don't do it. It's not worth Please, it. Please, you have so much to live no. for. Yeah, they garbage have zero day, idea. There's so many more garbage days. Yeah, there's so many more garbage days, Ricky. <laughs> so it's just it's one of those things where you're like, okay, just it's tremendous. Um so now we, we get to the part where now Ricky is in, we get, we kind of catch up to now. Yeah. Ricky has been apprehended. We're in the now now. Yes. Now we're in the now. <clears throat> we have, we have gone from then to now and we've caught up. I would have popped if Ricky kept telling the story up until the point oh. where the doctor came in <laughs> and he was like, and then <laughs> this doctor walks in and started taping me. And I was like, red car. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. These are all the things that happened to my brother that didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to me, but I, but I somehow know them all. And the doctor's like, Ricky, I, I'm here. Oh, oh, good point. New tape, doc. No, you new, just, new you just keep going because it's just fucking, I just have to record over this. Yeah, this is just, this is stupid. I'm just going to go over the first beginning of this because we already saw this movie. Then the Black Orderly had heat with me. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we saw that, that Ricky. We, we got that. So now Ricky recording starts day. <laughs> recording day. <laughs> Ricky starts his new. Uh, you have so much to live for. <laughs> the one cop who looks like oh Kyle Gas from Tenacious D. <laughs> you have so he much really... to live for. He has no idea. This Ricky's a giant piece of shit. Ever. Yeah, nobody shoots anyone. Just they 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 just really guilt you into it. You have family and friends who love you. Come on, guy. <laughs> Figure the good you can do for this world. So, basically, what um, the next the next couple minutes of the movie is Ricky now, yeah. and Ricky decides this is the culmination of how he's going to get he's going to get his final revenge against who? Mother Superior. Right. Also played by a different actress. Yeah. Yes. Who they decided. You know what we're going to do? We are going to show the ravages of time yeah, by seriously. putting gigantic rubber blisters and applications <laughs> on a different actress's face. And hopefully you won't know. Like she, like, what she, was she at? Like leprosy or something? Like what the fuck is something. going on? Boil all over her face. Yeah, she was hit in the face with toxic waste when Robocop smashed her through the air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Turning the Grendel um, fly or whatever. Yes. Oh my god, Mother Superior, you're getting worse. No, I'm getting better. <laughs> well, he's telling the end <laughs> of his story. And then he I walks over right? and you find out that he strangled the doctor to death. The quick reveal now that the doctor was now strangled. So thanks. Thanks. And doc. they show the scene, the scene seam. Okay. The nurse is sitting a different uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, the the nun, the one who always stuck up for him. Yeah. She's sitting in the room with the dead doctor behind her. 
Like they made her watch this whole scene. They kept the guy's corpse uncovered <laughs> while she's talking to the guy. She's talking to the detective. The yeah. detective's talking to her. And it's like there's just <laughs> absolutely zero. They have zero. Yeah, where does she for... come from though? Well, they called her in because yeah. that's who they call every time a murder happens. We gotta call the nunnery. <laughs> they gotta call this nun. Yeah, I mean they call the they call the nuns. That's that's what um, call them the nuns. So now so we, we jump to the part where uh, he gets the Santa suit. Yeah. So story is now that Santa, who was supposed to be hired for this role to be killed by Ricky, did not show. So one of the writers does the voice that gets killed off screen. Yeah. And plays Santa in this role. So that's the. That's the thing. So there's these little these little fun bits in this. Do you think that do you think that actor had a moment of clarity? The day before the shoot or the day of the shoot, he's like, "No, nah, I can't do this." I think <laughs> this is, uh, this maybe. is suicide. They were, they said, "Hey, uh, Harv, what do you what do you want to do?" And he says, oh, "I don't know. I'm doing Silent Night, Deadly Night too." And he went, "What? Why? That's a thing? No, just absolutely first not." Movie? They banned the first movie. Banned it. <laughs> I can't do this. They might not even show it. Why are you going to be in this movie? It's going to be a turd. Are you getting a SAG credit for it? SAG credit? What are you out of your mind? <laughs> Credits so, day. <laughs> <laughs> so and then we see Ricky changing a phone booth like Superman. I know. I know. And he leaves with the Santa suit on. They cut to the dude he killed. He's got his fucking Santa suit on still, and right? He still yeah. Has the Sa- yeah, he still has a Santa beard on. And then Mother Superior with the fucking prune face. Botulism <laughs> all over yeah, she looks face. Like a dick, she looks like a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yeah, she gets a call. <laughs> She gets the call, and Ricky's like, oh, I'm coming. Kids are outside playing hopscotch in dirt. Yeah, whose yeah. kids and, are these? At, at fucking 11 o'clock at night. Okay, secondly, there are two kids wrestling in the back, which seem a little odd. What are you yeah. hanging on? You're hanging outside of a nun's house doing this? It looked like she's, a mugging was happening back yeah, there. Yeah, she's supposed to be retired, so she's not even running the orphanage anymore. There's just kids there. She just keeps extra yeah, like, kids. Why were there kids? Like I, I don't know. She's so sitting then, by the steel things. <laughs> they're her, they're her posse, her orphanage posse. <laughs> so then she's in there and she gives this little diatribe about how she turns on the parade and she gives this little thing on how it's a sacrilege and how it's, they made a mockery of Christmas. <laughs> so you're like, wait a minute, weren't you the wait, shithead who kept pulling yeah. Santa in every year yeah. and making the kids sit on his fucking kid. lap? Yeah. And, and they made, they're making a mockery of Christmas. Okay. Fair enough. So, Next Mother Superior, um, honestly, this is where the movie dips for me a little bit, because... This um, was the point? This was, this the, was the point, point. yeah. This, <laughs> you felt like it should have ended when he killed the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just let him I'm out. Like, oh, now Ricky's out in the loose. Where's he going to be? Right. So he gets into Mother Superior's house, and they go... They actually... It's like the lamest chase scene ever. <laughs> Mother Superior? Yeah, she lives at 666, by the way. Yeah, which yes. that was that was a fun little thing that Mother uh-huh. Superior lives at six six six. Um, then she had the dollar store Jesus candles all over the place. She had so much religious paraphernalia in her room. <laughs> it was it so, was like, like being at the Vatican. It was no, it was like being in in a Latin American's house. <laughs> Did you ever see like I I used to have friends back in in Rosedale, uh, and. We would go into their house. There were so much religious icon, I- icons all over the place. Jesuses and statues and candles and 
even the marble, the big giant marble Jesuses or, or St. Mike, like all this shit was all over the house. And I thought Italians had it, had it bad. <laughs> I thought Italians were bad with that. But they had nothing, absolutely yeah, nothing me. on those guys. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. So she lived, she lived, she lived in like three different apartments. She had like this giant house. And, but they had said she lived in an apartment. But okay, <laughs> sure. All right. It's the um, biggest fucking apartment. It's huge. Right. So now you, you guys get remember, a good pension as a, as a nun. As a nun, they give you good retirement funds, hush money. <laughs> so you guys remember we were discussing how the gigantic, like, autistic gorilla strength Ricky had, right? Yes. Where he can pound through metal with his head. <laughs> and he was having a hard time fighting off the nun in the wheelchair yeah. closing the door on his hand. She put a bookcase, she put a, dre- a small dresser in front of the door, and he couldn't get that fucking door it, open. It was a small tea table, and she yeah. was yeah. having a hard time kicking that over. Well, but, you know, you it's know. the powers of Jesus. It's the powers of Jesus. She also had super strength. Able to keep yeah. Her. So he started in with the. In her and wheelchair. Then, and then we followed in with the, uh, I love a chase. And you're like, oh boy. He's just, he's just hamming it up big time. Yeah. Now it's just completely insane. Um, so Mother Superior is, is toddling her way in a wheelchair in a three-room apartment. And you're like, how are you escaping him? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible tracking skills. He managed to yeah, get all the way there. Like I said, he figured out where she lived. He knew yeah. where she was. Knew her but phone now he, he can't possibly catch her in three rooms. This woman in a wheelchair. Wheelchair bound. Sure. No problem. Miracle of Christmas is what I attributed it to. <laughs> she gets to her. Most dangerous strike. <laughs> Can't track it down. Can't track a woman in a wheelchair. So he gets, he's, he's got these mugging for the camera with his scary face on. And he goes to chop her again. He's got it. He's got her dead to rights. So she just launches herself down the steps. <laughs> Fair enough. She, she does. She just fails. Like, and the old I mean, battle axe took it. I know. I'll so, give her that. But Tough then what, what, what stumbles him up? The vinyl wheelchair seat that he can't dislodge his axe head from. He never expected that. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. And if I loved it that there was taken. another wheelchair at the bottom of the steps. Well, wheelchairs. That only that, that only made the, it made sense. Yeah, I mean, is that how? Movie, listen, is that how she gets down every day? Does she just plummet herself oh, down the steps? Great. Yeah, that's how that's how she takes the. <laughs> that's what happened to her face. She dives down the steps into a puddle of acid. Every day, the acid breaks her fall. It's blood like, all the friction burns of going down the steps on the one side of her face. She's like, "Oh, nice shower! Time for breakfast." out the window. <laughs> Sign of the crucifix throws herself down the stairs. It's like Wallace and Gromit, <laughs> but she just fucking takes all the bumps. <laughs> so then, Mother Superior arms herself with a knife, and she's ready for the final battle with Rick. It's like a butter knife. Yeah, it's like Not a really even... long bread knife. <laughs> <laughs> let me take the most ineffective knife against an axe. Yeah. Let me get this. Let me get this frosting spatula to fight Ricky <laughs> off with. The power so, of Christ compels yeah, you. He had to do something. <laughs> you probably thought I was going to turn to a flaming sword or something when she wielded it, but no like she was going to fight the Balrog off with her spatula. <laughs> yeah, you shall not pass, Ricky. <laughs> so here's the funny part. So she goes into the one room and she leaves the kitchen and she comes out and she's facing us in the camera and she goes, where are you, Ricky? And he comes out from behind her like the way she just literally came. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what did you pass him? <laughs> so it's they passed his, in the hallway. Yeah, it's part of his Jason skills again. Tap yeah. shoulders. Excuse so, me. <clears throat> she gives him his. She gives him his little her little speech about she's not afraid of him, and he's he's being very naughty, and of course that triggers this motherfucker. So yeah. again, what everybody brings up, he gives her the double handed over the head cleave as if to split her skull like a piece of wood. Yeah. Yet when they run in and they find her and Johnny shotgun comes in with uh, Harold <laughs> Ramis as his backup, <laughs> yes. they all run in guns drawn. Yeah. And every cop they, in this movie comes into every location with their guns already out. They do. Right? They're and ready. Then, uh, Adrian Barbeau's sister kicks in, <laughs> comes in as the other nun. And she's like, Oh, mother superior. Now these guys bust into the, the room guns drawn. They look right at Mother Superior, guns pointed right at her. Yeah, they just have, they have a beat on her. They have yep. a beat so, on her, and then the other nun has to come in and go, it's Mother Superior. Meanwhile, you're looking right at her. Yeah. And she's got the, you know, the deadpan face on, no expression, and she's sitting in her wheelchair. And then Sister Mary goes over and is like, oh, Mother Superior, it's a, oh, we're so scared for you. And their head falls off vertically. Yeah. Yeah. So the overhead so, shot. <laughs> Ricky couldn't have possibly done the chop that way. No, she cut her own head off. And then for some reason, unexplicably... With her her bread knife. Ricky says, boom. Yeah. Boom! Yeah, he goes, boom! So, my other... This is the other amazing part that I want to know about the movie. A cop walks in in a darkened behind set Yeah, with the shotgun. like Kind of like the setup for Scarface. (laughs) He's like a shade. Yeah, like he's covered. His face is obscured, too, so you don't know who the executioner was. (laughs) Like they had a plan for the next movie. This guy, this cop is going to be maniac cop. <laughs> I was going to say his maniac cop just popped in versus Ricky. Shotgun. So Ricky gets blown out through the the Florida room. And he takes the Michael Myers bump, right? Yeah, and he's laying there dead on the floor. Um, and again, Sister Mary, no one does anything to help this poor woman, <laughs> and she wakes up from her faint spell. To see Mother Superior's fucking head right in front of her. <laughs> blood her curdling sc- scream. Right. Her blood curdling scream awakens Ricky. Yeah. And he's alive still? He's, he got yeah. shot with a shotgun. Christmas yeah. miracle. He took like three bullets and then a shotgun blast. Yeah. Christmas like miracle, a shotgun, you're going to be dead. You're going to be dead. And Ricky gives the smile. Ricky gives the, the little smile at the end. And, you know, we end our movie. So. When I say end our movie, we end this portion of the movie because, as we all know, there are five Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Yeah. <laughs> you so, never knew. <clears throat> yeah. There they are. So we went over, you know, going over some of the trivia. Um, so cinematographer Harvey Jenkins stepped in to play the Salvation Army Santa. Yeah. After the actor, the, he failed to show up for filming. <laughs> but now um, I want to say that it was the director who voiced. So it was the cinematographer's dead face against the, the uh, phone booth, but it was the director's voice of, Oh, 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 oh. we got to hear that amazing actor. Yeah. had to dub himself in there. Yeah. Um, again, I like the movie because this is one of those movies you could just watch over and over because it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's shit. hilarious. This is a. It's one of those perfect movies for us because it's it's bad, 
Yeah. But it's and it's so entertaining. So now this entire uh, this this amazing epic was filmed in ten days. Yep. Hard to I, believe. I can't. I I can't imagine they did it that fast. It well, it helps when you have a whole other movie to just pull every other just, yeah. clip that you need. So now some of the other some of the other trivia in this was that two different houses were used used for Mother Superior's house, which makes way more sense now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. She lived in this giant mansion and she was retired. Mm-hmm. Um so Daryl <laughs> Gulbo, who was Ricky at fifteen, is three years older than Eric Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um Although Ricky's surname was Chapman in the first film, in the sequel, it was changed to Caldwell. That's a brave move, directors. Brave move. <laughs> Old move, Cotton. Okay, oh, so uh, the patron of the theater's loudmouth talks to, the mustachioed man, that was Lee Harry. Yeah. Um, BBC rejected a UK video release of this after the distributor refused to edit a double murder scene and shots of topless women being killed. So this was a video... <laughs> This was a video nasty in the UK. Oh, that God. was that was the breaking point for them with yep. this movie. Boy, they got uh, they got a low constitution oh, kind of thing. Huh? They do. James Newman, who was the doctor, uh, oh, had a fierce argument with Lawrence Applebaum the day that Doctor Bloom's death was due to be filmed. When Bloom's body was being loaded into a body bag, Newman gave the finger to the camera. I was knowing, looking for it. What? Knowing he knew the gesture would be obscured by the other actors in the frame. I was uh, looking for. I was looking to see like his shoulder kind of move. I'm like, well, okay, where is he, when is he doing it? <laughs> when is he flipping the bird? Yeah. So the body count in this was 22 people. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, most of it was done in the in the first in film, the first one. So let's you know. Yeah. Fair. Um. So yeah, this was this was Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry two, Christmas, guys. This, exactly. This was. It's our this gift was, to you. It's our gift to you. Um. The only uh, here's the thing. So this, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I like again. I don't want anybody to get the idea that I didn't like this movie. This is one of my favorite things that we picked. <laughs> I think you watched it three times that week. I watched it three times that week. I watched it once this week. Um, I rewatched I it today. Want, yeah, I want to. I want to get into some five stars for this. <laughs> So our verified purchaser. So this is a great sequel to the original. It has so many great one-liners and a cult following. Three out of five. Sound gets four out of five. So this guy's must be. Uh, okay. This guy's just amazing. Uh, and sh- okay, so strobing. Here we go. November thirtieth, twenty nineteen. First half was a rerun of the first movie. Second half was boring. Nice titties though. Oh one my star. god! <laughs> one star. Nice boobies. Nice boobies. Yeah. Nice, no, nice titties though. Um, Jesus. Yeah, you got to see the guy who said it too. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm if your primary gripe about this movie has to do with the physical mechanics of an umbrella and strain measurement of said device in relationship to its ability to pierce a human body, <laughs> you don't get it. Why are you reviewing this film? <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Sir. You don't you understand, understand this movie if that's the yeah. <laughs> and then Maple Sugar, eyebrows anyone? Uh Eric Freeman is the worst actor I've ever seen. I disagree, Maple <laughs> I, Sugar. How dare you? Yeah, I disagree. If there is an Oscar for best performance by a pair of eyebrows, he'd win. Yeah, this movie is last, 
I agree <laughs> you know, with that. It's we laugh need to out make loud a Twitter. Funny. I agree for his eyebrows. Mainly because of the lead actor's over-the-top performance. His laugh, his facial gestures, and the noises he makes is so funny, you forget you're watching a horror movie. It's mostly a rehash of the first film. Uh, yeah, yeah, guys. Mostly. Um, Almost 100%. And here's another one. One of the worst things ever to be put on film. Straight up garbage. Stay away from oh. garbage day. Garbage day. <laughs> the positive reviews are in relation to how truly horrible this piece of garbage is. Don't. Just don't. One star. Oh, that was too much. They, oh, do they have this, a garbage okay, day go. edition? That'd be fucking great. God Rich damn M. it. That would be amazing. Rich M. I stopped watching a third of the way through. Awesome. Well, shame on you. One star. Exactly. You missed it. You missed it, son. You missed garbage. Like, I want that to be my ringtone on my phone. Like, when it rings. <laughs> I need that just, button. I need a fucking garbage day button so bad. It's just garbage day over and over. When, my when, phone Stevie, when Stevie upgrades his roadcaster, we'll just have him send me yours. <laughs> yeah, I, I need it. Yes. For that. Here we go. Oh, Ready my God. Point. Here's a good one. I accidentally ordered, then canceled the order immediately, but it's still showing up on my account and it doesn't understand my desire. It keeps asking if I want to cancel what? my account. One star. What? <laughs> you can't, like, it's a plague. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get rid of it. It's like a cursed video. Tape. Oh, that's from K in December of 2019. It's like the ring. <laughs> Every time I throw this movie out, it just shows up my doorstep again. Shows I've burnt he turns around and it's on his bed. I keep seeing the DVD on my shelf every time I burn it. <laughs> oh, God. It's like that, uh, what's, oh man, what's that Tales from the Dark Side where the cat, the guy, the oh, guy's brought in just keep, Dexter, he just, Poindexter. Yeah, Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. He keeps kill killing the cat. the cat over and over. He keeps coming back. So yeah, that was, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Go watch it. Yeah, this is definitely... If you've never seen it, go watch seriously, it. Seriously, no, no, no. Listen, this is one of those things. It's the Christmas season. Yes. It is. You're going to be around loved ones and probably people you hate. Get them. Make them watch the movie. Sit down with them. Enjoy this. And the best part is you don't even have to watch the first one. Right, because they, they put it on this for you. Yeah. It's like it's like, it's a, like a two-in-one special. It's a special edition, and you get Eric Freeman yeah. with it. And his and, eyebrows. Yeah, you're going to enjoy all of this. Um, I will say that in part one, that's the thing. Uh, part one, they they show the murders. All the murders yeah. are shown full. In this, they are segmented. They are edited. Yeah, it's um, like uh, Friday the 13th, part seven. They edited the crap out of the kills. Yeah, uh, but in the, in part one, you do see every kill was in full. Like you saw mom <laughs> get her movies. throat cut. You saw uh, Lene Quigley get jammed on the, the thing. You saw uh, when Frankie got hung up and then beat, like he was bleeding and crap, and they just cut it out of this. Um, so yeah, definitely get a hold of get a hold of this. It's, you can find it on Prime. Um, watch the Joe Bob Briggs one; he gives you all kinds of tidbits with it too. Um, and he does. I seriously, uh, that guy, he's amazing. I just yeah, I, I want to re- rewatch it with him because yeah, wa- watch the uh, the Joe Bob Briggs. I think it's Red Christmas version. Yeah. Um, so check check that out because I wish like I really wish we had his research team because they get such shit on this that you're like whoa <laughs> you know so like amazing it's definitely out. yeah yeah it's a definitely amazing amount of trivia involved with it so 
I definitely, I definitely cannot recommend this enough. So I want you guys to definitely check this out. Oh, I feel so much better there. having covered. Oh, but you know so what? You know what? Sounds time. For, it sounds time for uh, voicemail, Jim. Voicemail time. <laughs> <laughs> And we 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 slog through the uh, we got a we got a sled full of voicemails this time, and we picked one of our favorites, creme de la creme. It had had a little bit of a little bit of frost on it because it was from the Great North. That's right, Ooh. the Great Wide North. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Teladils from Canada. How's it going down there? I just wanted to make it known that uh, me and my wife we just purchased something new. Last week, it's a uh, 17 cubic foot Frigidaire freezer. Just thought I'd share that with you guys, especially Kat. Oh, wow. wow. That is, uh, you know what? I am I am so honored that you invited Kat up there. And I don't, I'm be, not sure. We will be sending her up immediately for the North American Canadian tour. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I can't. I can't decide if it's an offering of a freezer for me to put my squirrels in or if it's literally for me. We have to so, build a bridge. We are, we are the ambassadors to the North. I am honored yet terrified. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> what I love about it is because I, I, I get the emails when we have a new voice uh, voicemail <laughs> and we get a transcript. <laughs> I love the transcripts of those. And it's always a garbled mess. <laughs> Yet somehow, <clears throat> this whole message came out perfectly. It's right, well, the accent. You know what it is? It's the, yeah, the fact that there is none. The fact yeah. that it was a, it's it's Tuttle's, and he clearly speaks like a like a human being. He does. <laughs> he enunciates. He enunciates like a like an uh, an adult. This thing can't get our names right, yet somehow is able to, to accurately say 17 cubic foot frigid air freezer. No well, you know why? Whatsoever. Because there was no Benny slurred moron <laughs> with a cow tongue going. It doesn't have to try to translate banjo in order no. to, to, to get the words across. We had yeah, a... We had Rambling, uh, well, yes, we had a full functioning, well spoken adult who left us a voicemail. Thank we you, Tuttle. And Thank we, you we so will much, be Tuttle. Yes, never we gonna, never gonna play another voicemail again. That's the that's the that's it. The that's the that's the end all tell all right there, guys. Yes, and we were going to send Cat up to do inspections on that freezer immediately. Yes, I'll, I'll come. I mean, Thanks I'll be us. the ambassador, I'll do it, I'll reach out the hand. <laughs> I think it's annoying here. Imagine all day long. Yeah. Like... Imagine everything triggering you to say it. Yeah. I just I can't stop laughing about that. Or just, just getting can't. random Eric Freeman gifts throughout the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Posting pictures and gifts and all that. Crap. That's what that's what happens here. I just um, I just checked our chat and I just saw the 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 artsy <laughs> shot where it's right? zoomed up on his head and the doctor's in the background. I love it. I love yeah, dur- I, so I during the can't. show during the show I was sending pictures yes. <laughs> to our to our chat of the movie. My so favorite yeah, picture the, now uh, is the one where he's holding the gun to his head. 
I'm like, that's a great reaction picture. That's got to be used <laughs> forever. I mean, I'm going to save all these and probably just randomly post them on our Instagram and Twitter just because. I'll just say, this is going to be my Christmas cards I'm going to send out now. It's going to be a picture yeah. of her. Said, <clears throat> just because I love them. So, like, I love all the pictures from this movie so much that I'm just going to random. I mean, it might be May of next year. And I'm just going to post. Still sending out Christmas cards. Still sending out Christmas, Christmas cards. cards. never stop, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's going to be Christmas year round now. I'm That's gonna it. That's... I'm going to send Eric Freeman pictures well after my death. People are just going to keep getting them for decades. Just on keep end. getting Eric Freeman Christmas cards. Yeah. Like um, that's just going to, I mean, it's just fabulous. And I just can't get over garbage day. I'll never <clears throat> end my life. Like, never. And th- just think, dude. This has been around forever. Yeah. I know, but so it's so funny. You're, you're you're just discovering this now. Imagine Imagine how the, much more fun I could have had. Well, just think yeah. just think about this. Think people have been looking for Eric Freeman for years. Yeah. And it wasn't until like two thousand and four that they, they tried to get a hold of him again. And they kind of wow. like, because they, they wanted, he's, they love they him for the commentary. I know, but like, why did they wait so long to try to find him? Like, no, 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 no. no that took them that long. It took them that long to find him. Oh, he was well, he, he was down. quit. He quit Hollywood. He was done, man. He was out. He well, he's fabulous. So him and his eyebrows and Garbage Day well, are one of my new favorite he's things. He's figured out that the world loves him now. Yes, and he is he has embraced this, and I'm I for one am 100 percent happy that he has. He has yes. fully embraced the fame that came from this movie now. Amazing. Eric Freeman, if you ever hear this, Eric Freeman, you always have a home here. And you do. After I, and after I get tired of you, uh, Tuttle's has a 17 foot cubic refrigerator freezer. <laughs> we'll freeze that. That will only have a small. How tall are you, Cat? What's your height? Five foot even. Yeah. So five foot even. So there's plenty of room. <laughs> plenty of room. Plenty we're of gonna, room. We're Mr. gonna Freeman. freeze you like the fucking thing. Yeah, and we will keep you, sir. We will keep you preserved for the rest of your life. I mean, it's okay, Eric. The electric bill. Eric Freeman can totally get in a freezer with me. Me, him, his eyebrows, and garbage day will hang out all fucking day long. I'm and sometime saying. in the future, some fucking Norwegian team is gonna throw you guys out. Yeah, cool. and then yeah. see, we'll still be alive. Like they'll bring us back to life, and you guys will all be dead. And well, no, his his eyebrows will eat you for nourishment. Probably, probably. <laughs> they will have they dissolved you. You'll be nothing but a, a skeleton, and his yeah. eyebrows will be full and bushy, like uh, like what's his name? <laughs> his eyebrows climb out first, like Peter Gallagher. <laughs> oh God! Eyebrow day. <laughs> I just want to like do everything with it. Like I'm going to say that on Christmas. I'm going to be like Christmas Day. Yeah. Your family's <laughs> going to kill you. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're going to be like, what's wrong? Yeah, with that'll you? be the. They'll be like, you need to die. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be so about wrong? it. You've been, you have been saying it for like two hours straight. Hello. They're going to be Every like, did she have? Did she have wine before she got here? She drank. Like, what is what is wrong with her? <laughs> Everybody else's gifts. <laughs> You just—they're just gonna stab you with icicles. <laughs> Probably. Oh my god, that's great. It's great. It's fabulous. I love it. It's my favorite thing ever. It's my favorite thing ever. 
Oh I'm a little. I'm a little. It's a little strange that Tuttle's brought up his wife in the voicemail. He, Why they bought something together? Like, me and my wife. Yeah, they bought. They bought something together. It's their yeah, house. Maybe they're. Why maybe they're a weird? killer duo. Like it's. Uh, maybe they are. I never thought about uh, that. Yeah, maybe like what? If, like like the Homolkas. Ooh. Right. Yeah, they're. Weren't they they're in Canada from, too? They're from Canada. That's right. Fuck me. Those people were crazy. He will. No, we're not going to talk about that. You might not be around to enjoy it, but he did. Could be in the freezer with Eric's eyebrows. Yep. Freezer day. No. Yep. Freezer day. It's going to be a frigid air freezer. We don't fucking skimp. Canada. 17 Only and a half foot cubic frigid air freezer day. Cubic feet. Okay, we'll get you the bigger one then. He's just arguing with the salesperson. <laughs> well, what's funny is we bought the same size. And we were like, I could totally get in that freezer. Who's in your freezer? Yeah. A cow. There's a cow in our freezer. Oh. He's not dead. He's just hanging out. He's yeah. just hanging out. He's like, I feed him every Got day. Got a little parka on. Yeah. We have... <laughs> Shitter was full. We have we have <laughs> chats. We have conversation. He's like, "Where's Eric's eyebrows?" I'm like, "I don't know." Crisp winter morning. <laughs> Some asshole emptying his chemical toilet into our sewer. <laughs> Moron standing in his pajamas emptying his chemical toilet into our sewer. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Shitter's <laughs> full. Where are you gonna put yeah. a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. That movie is pretty good, though, guys. Too yes. Christmas yeah. vacation. Yeah, we just uh, we just watched that. Um, actually, I watched the same day. I watched this. Um, <laughs> what a good double and feature! It's it's, it's it literally it works seamlessly. It's, you'd be surprised how well it works. No, I'm <laughs> hey, kids, not, look I'm at not shocked at all. Yeah, it works. It works out well. And you know, um, I know this sounds ridiculous, but like I love the movie A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. We watch it every Christmas day because it plays on what it plays on TBS usually like twenty four yeah, seven all day hours. every day, and we just watch now, it like over and over. If you notice, they do. Uh, we went. We were looking on Prime. Everything is. You have to rent it. Everything's for rent. Uh, yeah. Christmas vacation, a Christmas story, and I said, I said, I was like, it's I don't for understand. rent. Oh yeah. Even this yep. movie. This movie's free on Prime right now, right? But yes. if you scroll down a little bit, yeah, you there's, it's for there's rent. more Amazon like Yep. More Amazon versions that you can rent. It's like you just told me it was free up there. Yep, yep, yep. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And you know, I do have beef with Amazon because if you're paying for that the prom like we all do, because we all have Amazon Prom. Right. Everybody has it. I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Why should we have to rent the fucking movies? Like that that is like a big beef that I have with Amazon. Like if I'm paying you, why well, do I have to pay extra the ones to that watch are already these on movies? Prime. Yes. Right. The ones that are for free. Yeah. Yeah. They still and do then you the scroll down and it's like, oh, well, you can rent it for three ninety. No. Right. It's free, like two rows I, up. I hate when I was going up at the, the Halloween marathon, they were trying to sell and rent public domain movies. I'm like, yeah, you fucking mind. Yeah. That's, Amazon? That yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're free. Does not Ugh. make any sense. 
Um, and I understand, you know what, you get, they got to make their money, whatever, but they make, make plenty of way, fucking dude. money. That's what I'm they saying. They make not... plenty of fucking money. That's the you thing. You really need to squeeze out four ninety nine for, <clears throat> for, uh, last man rental? on earth. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, uh, killer I mean, shrews. Yeah. That's worth the fucking $5 rental. Yeah. Let me get, let me get right on that. Or I can go spend five ninety nine and buy a, a, a DVD of 36 free <laughs> public domain yes. movies. Yes. I mean, that's like I said, I was going to watch the new craft just to shit on it on Amazon because I noticed mm-hmm. they had it 19 fucking 99 to rent. I was like, seriously? Yeah. Well, well uh, what is it? Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted did the same thing. It's like, you can buy this or uh, own it for twenty four ninety five, And I'm like, wait, what? Twenty four ninety five. Bill and Ted. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to spend $20. I do want to see it, but exactly. And um, there's no way I'm going to spend that money to watch Bill and Ted's. You know, but like, it was just kind of one of those things of like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like I said, that's my only, I love Amazon. Everybody loves Amazon because you can get shit in two days. I love it. That's that's the reason I like Amazon Prime. But why should I have to rent a movie when I'm already paying you a monthly fee? Plus, God knows what else the fuck I buy on there every month. I just, you know what I mean? I don't even know what I'm purchasing. <laughs> I'm like coming to the house. I have like so many subscribe and saves. It's fucking ridiculous. So I mean, cut us a break. Give us a movie. Well, they got you, huh? Fuck's sake! You don't even know I know. <laughs> she doesn't even know I what don't. she's buying. Shit just shows up at her door. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I got this." I think. I like. I'll literally like open the bank some days, and it's like Amazon four ninety nine, Amazon seven ninety nine, Amazon twelve ninety nine, Amazon fourteen ninety nine, and so then I like look I at the this? I look at the like my account, and it's like all those subscribe and saves that I have coming, and I'm like, shit, I don't need that right now. So that I, I order salt and pepper shakers shaped like Elvis. I don't, think I did, but I guess I don't I did. remember They're ordering those. I I'm don't remember such... ordering any of this shit. God, I have a problem sometimes. I have a, I do. Well, if you I find your way problem. to get a roadcaster, maybe yeah, if you, just, <laughs> just, well, maybe you can do that Amazon bit where you're like, um, I ordered, I didn't order this, and they'll be like, okay, we'll just send it back. Be like, I sent it back. Here's the open box I sent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you send yeah, that shit right to me, and I can play garbage day clips all day. God, that'd be amazing. See, that'd be win, so win. great. So win, 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 win. It is a win, win, win situation. All right. So uh, unless we have anything else to go on, um, we're going to do our Wednesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Tomorrow we're going to do Doom again. Yep. Doom 2016. Keep that going. Okay. And we're going to jump back on uh, Sunday for some classic Doom. Oh, We'll keep be doing uh, for the holidays going. Yeah, are you going to be doing the um, the the gore mod? I am going to do the gore mod for the last yeah. uh, for the last episode. I figure once we get to the inferno, mm-hmm. we'll do the gore mod on that, and then we'll go into See? Day two. motherfuckers. You need to check that shit out. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fancy as fuck. Oh yeah, the over the top, even for Doom, over the top, bloody violence. Excellent. <laughs> Everybody loves um, bloody violence. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, guys. So uh, again, uh, if you want to get us get get at us on the emails, you can send it to us at the hard junkyard at protonmail.com. 
secure CERN server, never been hacked, dare you to. Um, we got the hotline at... Which is 207-261-0008. You can call in, tell us about your Frigidaire freezer. That's, you know, may or may not be stacked with bodies. <laughs> and and in, in a clear, intelligible voice like yes yes a perfect voice and and that and that beautiful canadian like our brother from the north gave us <laughs> absolutely and catch wonderful. us with the gameplay uh on twitch.tv slash horror junkyard and as always guys we're on instagram at the horror junkyard we're on twitter at junkyard horror mm-hmm. um you guys know why we've had that discussion before as, as, as twitter breaks the cycle yes and uh you know, hit us up, message us, comment, share. Share your Eric Freeman pics. Yeah. Yeah. Send us Eric Freeman's eyebrows pictures. You Contact really have it. a thing for the eyebrows, huh? I love, really? I fucking love eyebrows. Wow. I love that's eyebrows. Not gonna, I guarantee you this won't turn into a thing. Yeah. That is certainly will. <laughs> no, no one's going to run it's with that. Certainly, it certainly will not. <laughs> no one's going to run with that ball. No, nope. no, no, no. Is that it an is... open field in front of these people with an end zone and clear sight? <laughs> it is dead in the water. You won't do anything with that. Nope. Not at all. Um, <laughs> please, guys, don't do anything with that. that please, yeah, no. please, guys, be respectful. And don't yeah. do anything with that. Um, especially when when Kat puts up wonderful pictures of herself up um, on, <laughs> on the Facebooks and on the, on the Instagrams and don't the, ruin the tweeters. Don't ruin these things. No. no. She's, trying, she's trying to share her, you know, just she wants to share with you guys like a family. Yeah. And, yeah. I feel like we're guys, a big family. Right. Exactly. And she's from down south. So that means there's probably touching involved oh, with family. God. Why do you go Eyebrows there? Day. <laughs> Incest day. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did not. You did. Yeah. You said it's like family, and you know you're from Tennessee. So. Okay. On that note, guys, giving you the old eyebrows. Hey, at least we didn't talk about bloody vaginas. Yeah, we didn't. We went the whole show without talking about bloody vaginas somehow. But do you do you think Ricky would have put over some bloody vaginas back in the day? <sighs> think no, Jennifer had a bloody feel, vagina. See, the I feel red like, reminded him. Of I sad feel like. Blood. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I feel would like would have triggered him. Yeah. Would have triggered him. Like there was definitely no period sex going on with him and Jennifer. Well, that was the first time we ever had sex. Yeah, yeah. that was true. But, None. Uh, all right. So, uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. There we go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, we uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do for the next movie, but I guarantee you, it will not be as good as this one. No, no. probably not. No, we're only, we're no. only going downhill from here, so I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, That's we how we roll. By, we've already this- peaked. There's no Christmas miracle coming in to save the day. That's right, Absolutely Tiny Tim. You're going to die dead and cold. <laughs> We're going to beat you with Crippled your own Crippled in the corner. <laughs> That's right. So good night, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Night, Take guys. Care.